listening to We Didn't Get Our Rose with Mike Rosa and Chris Mejia. I'm your host, Mike Rosa, and with me as always is my co-host. Chris Mejia. And we have excellent guests this week. Let's let's lead off. Let's go ahead. Our first guest, you might know from season two of Tigtone. He wrote on that, and he's also on uh, Auntie Donna's Big Old House of Fun. He's a great streamer, a hell of a presence on Twitter. I lo- you love to see him. Ify Wadiway's here, everybody. Hey. How Hello. How is it going? Thanks for doing this, bud. How are you? Yeah. I'm, yeah, I'm doing I'm doing, you... I'm doing good. You know, I'm feeling good. This was an explosive episode. A very oh, explosive oh. episode. I mean, yes, lots yes, yes. lots of high body count. Uh, you know, huge <laughs> a lot of people clapped in a single Ooh. episode. You're not even ready. It, you know, what's always funny too is amongst the mm-hmm. like what we'll say main cast people who get like kicked uh-huh. off without a rose mm-hmm. there's always like the people they pan and you're like i forgot you're even in the show like what <laughs> right oh, goodbye yeah, yeah, yeah. i guess who are you we have a whole episode of just like the first 20 minutes i got notes on three pages <laughs> and then the rest of the six are just like oh my god what do we do now you know uh i'm very thrilled i'm so excited to have you here uh and i, I just want to get you to go ahead tell us where we can find you working uh, follow me on on social media. Uh, you're doing great on Twitch. Let's get people on there on Twitch for you. Uh, tell us where we can find you, Ify. Oh well, I mean, look, we're doing it up top. I'm gonna give it to you up yeah. top, and that's Ify Wadiway on Twitter and Instagram. If D's on Twitch, if you like watching people play video games, but really, if you want to see what I'm doing, just come to the the, the Twitter. That's usually where uh, where I'm talking about the things I'm doing and being horny for mm-hmm. the big tall vampire lady who has been <laughs> confirmed to be nine six. Uh, Resident Evil, that's how horny the internet, the gamers have been in quarantine. Uh It's been so horny that the actual art designer for a video game was like, well... Let's give him a let's give him a bone. Yep, she's uh-huh. six nine six in heels with her hat. I was like, there's this? never. Oh, okay. This well, is the internet. This, this is the happening. you don't you're you're unaware of tall, thick <laughs> vampire lady, Chris. Are you I, telling me you haven't been on Twitter one? Like this is the first time that no even video I, game I, honestly, even if I'm you're not on video game, game Twitter, it's flooded the timelines. It's that. all People, over. It's not so. <laughs> okay, I haven't right. seen it. I've been too preoccupied with there's this new like <laughs> professional golfer who she like came out of Cornell mm-hmm. and she's like oh. incredibly amazing at golf and she's also a very nice person. Uh, oh, I can see why our Twitters don't though. intersect. That that makes yeah, uh, yeah. that makes you sense. <laughs> you're you're on smart ass <laughs> golf Twitter. We're on horny yeah. weird gamer Twitter. Uh, uh-huh. Yeah, so basically, Resident Evil the the Resident Evil Eight is going to come out, and it's called Resident Evil Village with a little design that makes the V and the eyes look like a uh, eight. Yeah. Uh, yeah. But Resident they Evil. recently uh, like revealed the villains, and out from a door comes this real huge buxom yep. vampire lady who like yep. chokes you from POV and is uh-huh. like. Oh, looks like I found you. And they didn't expect the internet to be like, oh, yeah, this this person's hot. <laughs> like, and yeah. So me, along with the rest of the internet, have spent days since that trailer coming out just making <laughs> jokes and meme about how hot this tall woman, Nerdist, and there's like Nerdist uh-huh. and other game sites have done the math based on the doors. And then so today, yeah. or, or yesterday, Resident Evil, the official account, 
came out and was like, it looks like you guys have been real interested in this character. And, you know, as the lead art design, <laughs> I can confirm for you that she stands at nine, uh, nine six with her hat yeah. and heels. And everyone's like, yeah! <laughs> Y'all gotta go outside. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, look. No, well, that's how that's how much it's been online. Mm-hmm. That, like, literally the game designer had to get yeah, yeah. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah. like they're like, I we feel like- I feel like if you spend like a minute on Twitter, you know that's gonna hit. Like you know that's yeah, gonna be right, something yeah, yeah, yeah. that everyone loves. Like it takes like yeah. two scrolls, and you're like, this is gonna be the next big thing. Oh, because well, it's... All, that voice you just heard was it's Bria Hebert, everybody, yeah. stand-up comedian, Edinburgh Fringe Festival Ooh. darling. Uh, Bria Hebert, thanks for joining us as well, buddy. Thanks for Get having in there. me. Yeah, thank. Uh, so you know, sorry I didn't introduce you immediately. My my bad. Uh, but we got bad. we got talking about the. Uh, the devastatingly uh, 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 horniness of uh, of the the buxom vampire lady, and we all just got a little distracted. No, we, me, me. I'm the <laughs> we. Um, but man, I'm so stoked for that game. It looks amazing, and Twitter is all over it. Oh yeah, all over. All it. It's over. nuts. Yeah. The design How you doing, is Bria? out of this world. Oh, I'm good. You know, I'm just chilling. I'm I'm fine. <laughs> <laughs> did I convince you with that? Was I convinced? No. That? Did you Did you Blink convince yourself? That's the No, I didn't. I, I should have said it like three more times and then you would have been like, hey, she's definitely not fine." No, I'm good. I'm I mean, just in Vancouver yeah. chilling. Yeah, yeah. The the Vancouver weather's got you down and uh also, uh, the fact that 90 Day Fiance uh, just had an episode come out. Now, what else are you going to watch? There's only one at a time. I know. Uh, I have to wait a whole another week. It's so mm. unfair. Especially mm. with this season. I am uh, obsessed with Brandon and Julia with the parents. I think it's just such a fucked up dynamic. And But that's not what this podcast is. No, no, no. Uh, oh, we, no. We can't oh, get started no, no. on that. We cannot do this. We're not no. going to pit. We're not. No way. We, we tried to, to get it out on beforehand track. so then that uh, way yeah, we can but focus there's on. Still some but I'm the idiot. To touch on. <laughs> I, am, I am the moron who was like, let's get on it. Let's talk about <laughs> that no neck guy again. Uh, I, uh, I... This week, what a doozy. If you said it right off the top, a lot of shit is going down. Well, first off, uh, where can people find Bria? Oh, hmm? yeah. Oh, that's right. You can, uh, you can find me on Someone Instagram. Someone has to be professional here. Go ahead. <laughs> I mean, yeah, 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 yeah. You can find me on Instagram at, at Uncle Bria, or you can find me on Twitter at, at Uncle Burra, B-U-R-R-A. Uh, don't, <laughs> don't ask me why it's uncle. I don't know. I lived in Europe for a year, and I just got drunk every night, and I decided that, that was going to be my Instagram name. So mm-hmm. there's really not anything else I remember about that period of my life. Um, but, yeah, that's where you can find me. <laughs> okay. And what you also have a podcast. What, oh, what was that yeah. One Plug that. Go ahead. <laughs> Yeah, you can also listen to my podcast called uh, Sad Girl Energy with Bria Hebert. It's okay, uh, we'll where, it yeah, <laughs> I teach you how to do sad girl shit. Nice. What's what's a sad girl thing? Like, what's... Um, oh, my gosh. Okay, my favorite sad girl thing that is so heavily featured in The Bachelor and why I love this show so much, okay. crying in the back of a suburban. <laughs> <laughs> do you specifically understand? a suburban or will uh, any car specifically do specifically a okay. suburban right, fair, look fair. any car will do but there is a special power that comes to a woman when she cries in the back of suburbans it is amazing yeah. it's my one life goal i know i will have made it <laughs> when i have a suburban that i can cry into whenever i want that's true when you when you have a breakdown in a luxury kind of place it hits different 
Because exactly. it's like you had to accomplish things to get there, but you're still. But it's just like depression is still like, nah, bitch. <laughs> I'm, I, yeah. I, I'm still getting you. Totally. You okay. can have the best life ever, but you're still going to cry in the back of your suburban. Mm-hmm. Okay. It sounds like you guys can relate to Kit, which I absolutely <laughs> cannot. Right? Okay. Okay. No, that's a whole nother level. And we have to talk about that. I'm so glad you brought that up. Uh-huh. Oh, it, look, I brought it up, but we, we're we going to go sequential, right? Okay. I know, I know. That's why that. I stopped myself. So much, it's top loaded. This it. episode was top heavy. I'm not going to lie, okay? This episode had a lot up front. So, what do we got? We open with, first of all, not a fan of these previews that they've been doing where they're like, get a load of this, huh? It's oh, like it's happening in 10 minutes. Can I, can I talk about that? Cause oh, like, you this, mean like this the cold open kind of thing? Yeah, because yes. this is this was my first Bachelor this season because I have to support Same. black men. Happy Black History Month. Uh, yes. You know, uh, you know this this, this section black is for me and Christopher baby. only. Yeah, me and Christopher, uh, we're going to have a moment. Uh, we're kind of forever. Uh, but yeah, no, I can't, like I came through and the cold open is so abrupt that I just thought, like right. I kept rewinding it. I was like, oh, did I get in the middle? There's no, uh-huh. like, like I've, I've seen many a cold open on shows mm-hmm. and the, the way they do it is bad. And there's a lot of thing, ways they do this that's bad that I understand is grandfathered in. Like the fact that no one has a steady cam. I'm like, you make, you uh-huh. have the fucking money. Why am I getting seasick watching you trying to, like, what's going on, y'all? <laughs> the cinematographer was just like, yo, what if you combined, like, Cloverfield and when you're, like, at a yeah. bar past 2 a.m. and all of the white women are crying? Like, let's just combine those together. That's All those things are like, very Jersey wait. Shore to me. Mm-hmm. Yes, yes. They just yeah, remind yeah, yeah. me of like yes. any dramatic moment in Jersey Shore. Well, because they if the camera's not like in chasing. focus, if the camera's not in focus, you can't see the clear producers manipulating everything in the background. So it's <laughs> exactly. Yeah. Every time a person goes blurry in the background, that's a producer not getting out of sight <laughs> what they should be. <laughs> Um, but yeah, these cold opens are really fucking dumb. It <laughs> happened last week and the week before too, where it started and I'm like, oh my God, did they start 10 minutes early? And I try to rewind and I'm like, oh, now I'm, now I'm dumb. And now I'm mad going into the episode. Yeah. Cause I don't want to go in mad. I season go premiere. Happy. They started with, cause it was Katie with the vibrator. And I thought, well, of course, like oh, who right. doesn't want to see the vibrator? That's really <laughs> funny. Yeah. And then they stuck uh-huh. with it. I was just like, that's an interesting director, <laughs> directorial yeah, yeah, yeah. choice, but okay. Yeah, good. Right, because if it's that. the first episode, they're like, it's a preview of what's to come right. in the whole season. That's fair game, whatever. Mm-hmm. But like, you know what? Let's talk about this. Um, hey, Bachelor, if we're watching this season, if we're five episodes deep into this season, uh, we don't need a to be continued situation. <laughs> we are here, okay? We we look. Just show us the previews for next week, but don't give us a fight that we are excited to watch cut into Kit and Rachel's dates. Okay. Yeah. We didn't, or cut some more of that farm workout. We didn't need that. We didn't need it. The way, the way they edit these episodes, it feels, it feels like when, when I go to see my therapist and then I don't realize we have five minutes left. So I'm just like, Oh, I have three years of trauma to unpack. Um, you know uh-huh. what? Okay. We're going to put a pin. We're going to put a uh-huh. pen in this, and then next week yeah. we're going to show up, and then next week I show up to therapy. He's like, hey, how's your day? My day is good. So here's why this, this, and that. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah, They're <laughs> like, the last five like. minutes is meant to plan the next session, and you're like, no, nah, I just said something that I realized is a big deal. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Let's explain no, why if someone takes longer than 10 minutes to text me back, I start crying. Okay, I'm going to let that land. 
See, I thought y'all were going to laugh, and then none of y'all did. And then now, Mike, I'm going to need you to edit out. <laughs> First of all, fuck all no. y'all for just staying <laughs> quiet and staring at me. Y'all ain't shit. I regret yeah, yeah, this podcast. No, 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 we were there. We were there. I thought it was a given that I was supportive because I told you all about the Mm-mm. crying in the suburban. So I thought you knew <laughs> yeah, that I was like on your team. Yeah, I was yeah, rocking. That sounds with like it. some sad girl shit. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, I was out exactly. here. Yeah. Yeah, you know what? There you go. That was my sad girl shit right there. Okay. All right. Okay. I love it. That's your application. Uh, so we got the cold open, which can suck it. But then we we open on t- Victorian Kit taking a walk, and they mm. walk past these two new girls, presumably Brittany and Ryan, having a conversation. And they're talking about how disgusting they are and how, like, Oh, it's look at these new girls. Oh, can you believe it? They're new. And they don't even uh, say hi to each other when they walk by each other. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Not well, not even a semblance of a smile or like a nod. It was really upsetting. Um, and then, you know, MJ is com- is comforting Anna about, you know, the rumor. And she's like, it's OK. You did the right thing. Don't even worry about it. You know, uh, and it breaks my heart because I was rooting for MJ. Like mm-hmm. a couple episodes ago. Oh, yeah, I'm, I'm, you know? I'm with MJ. MJ, you know, holding it down. She got the she got the uh, fucks with black dudes curls and you know I knew <laughs> from the moment I saw him I had to stand uh, and I was real happy uh, and I'm still stand with her but we'll get you we'll know, get to okay. more on her later. It didn't okay. hit me until now. Those are I fuck with black dudes curls. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I knew I knew I have a spider sense for those and I was like yeah okay. <laughs> I see. What, I curls, see what those curls specifically are not the oh I happen to date black men mm-hmm. kind mm. of curls. It's the no. It is my thing. Yeah, that yeah. I fuck. Black oh wow. Dad. Yeah, that is that is that is the like the the uh, Charmander because the Charizard of that is when you get that swoop that looks like a Karen swoop but isn't quite. There's oh, a blonde uh-huh. in there. It's like the white version of the Eve hairstyle. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> like like that. That's when you. That's when you have mixed kids. Uh, <laughs> yeah, who's that girl? Because you know? nah, there's nah, different nah. types. There's 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 yeah. the there's the white women who they just happen like they'll date anybody who they're attracted to. Yeah. There's uh-huh. the I specifically date black men like that. That's yeah. my thing. Mm-hmm. There's the I just broke up with my boyfriend after we've been dating for over four years, and I want to wall out. So my version of walling out is ha- is having lust for black and brown dick. Acting yep. like I've always been into it, Act, and then yep. after I get it out of my system, I date Disappear. the most average-looking white dude. Yeah, who's just, over six just let, leave me on red, and I yeah. look on Instagram, <laughs> and it's the most milk toast. And I was like, me, like I will never be mad if you end up with someone hotter than me, but if you end up with someone uglier than me, I'm gonna take it personally. Yeah, that's the no, that's, real. That's how offensive. else are you gonna take it? <laughs> that's the real hate. I'm gonna take it. It's not the. It's not the you lusted over me because of my color. It's the after you fucked me, you went with the most average looking Tyler I have yeah. ever seen, yeah. and you're only dating him because he's like six foot and works at a hedge fund. Is like, that, come on. Is that the same category as the white woman who shows up to protest with signs like "I only suck black dick"? So I'm <laughs> yeah, I, mean, I know. I oh, I'm always like, stop that. But what what hit me up? <laughs> like, stop, <laughs> stop! What are you doing? I was literally this about to say this. Every single time I see those signs, I'm like, yo, that's hella problematic. And if you're not doing anything on yeah, Saturday, yeah, you gotta you gotta <laughs> stop. And I, I'm gonna talk to you so we can stop. Uh, yeah. I'm gonna talk to you at dinner. I'll mm-hmm. buy drinks. Yeah, Jesus. and that's that's when people you got on my neck about uh, me and Poncietto, you know, 
Uh, shout out to her. If y'all remember, probably not. <laughs> it, was, it was just That's not right about. She, was, she was a weekend news uh, event uh, that that came and went. Okay, right. I not ringing any bells, unfortunately. Yeah, don't worry. But I I will. We're gonna keep going. We got the new. The so essentially MJ is like. Okay, so these new girls are going to want to stand in front of everybody at the rose ceremony. It's like, let Varsity stand in front of you. you got to earn your stripes, right? Uh, and, uh, and we're talking know, about The Bachelor. Like, this, it's a yes. dating reality show, but they're yeah, treating right. it like this is collegiate-level yeah. athletics. Yeah, well, also, right. like, but, but then you have the other end of the spectrum where there's, like, I don't know why we're acting like it's a competition. It was like, cause it is, it, it, it literally is, is. <laughs> like, that is what you're doing. I don't know why, yeah. what? Like, it makes me so mad when people use that excuse. There's like, this was an infuriating yeah. episode uh, because, because are, are, have we, have we passed the, the first level, the first kind of clap is, or, or where are oh, we? We're, we're getting to it. We're just, okay. we're just getting to it. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. Cause, cause because essentially, like this whole this whole opening leads into Matt showing up in the room at the cocktail before uh, before the rose ceremony, and he says that it's been brought to my attention that the environment's been very toxic here, and that somebody's been spreading a rumor that can ruin someone's life, and I want to get to the bottom of it. And so he pulls Brittany aside first, and she's like, "Well, I mean, I've never had to deal with bullying in my entire life." It's like, oh my that's because you were probably the bully. That's how that yeah. works. Oh yeah, right? yeah. So, Nothing against Brittany, but she does not she's, scream to me. I've oh, been picked on before. Yeah, yeah, uh, yeah. I mean, she's and, too hot for that. Yeah, that and like <laughs> yeah. freaking. Like, just immediately snitching. Like, we're going to talk about it, but a lot of snitchage, and I don't like right. it. I don't, like, right. like you couldn't handle that. One, that's good TV, you handling that. But you you run it. Right. You run it back there to snitch. Well, so this is something that, like, she was pulled in because of the situation by him. She did not snitch. Katie brought it to his attention because she tried to rectify the situation with the, within the group mm -hmm. and the girls weren't having it. And he was like, look, Matt, they're not going to listen to me. They're going to listen to you. You got to say something. Uh, some words are flying around that can ruin someone's life. Uh, and uh, yeah, no, I mean, look, I'll, uh, I'm, I'm with it. Unfortunately, I'm with it only in that that's. What are you sex shamings for? You're going yeah, to you're, you're gonna hate on that. sex workers. Yeah, exactly. So. Um, I, I, and that, and that on top of the fact that it's on ABC on a program directly aimed at the kind of people who are going to one, absolutely abhor the fact that somebody's a sex worker and use that to shame them and yeah. like, you know, attack them. Like that's the kind of audience that this show brings in, you know? So I think that it was fair for her to go seek some way to deal with this situation, especially after her trying on her own did not work out. But Matt pulling aside Brittany was from that information. He talks to Brittany. Brittany's like, you know, I've never been bullied before. This is the kind of shit that hurts. My mom watches this show. Somebody's saying something about this to, about me, and when it's not true, it's my, like it's going on national TV. I came to find love, not to not to get bullied or attacked. And I'm like, okay, came to find love is also very funny. Yeah, that was show. so funny. Yeah, yeah. I laughed so um, hard. Meanwhile, they cut to Anna going, I, I just said something about the common enemy and what I said, it was out of character. <laughs> and I think it's very funny to me that I heard common enemy and I refuse to find out what she actually said. <laughs> uh, so, uh, you know, and then we got, you know, Brittany talks to Matt and then Matt goes to get Anna 
And that's when we have, like, the first sounding of the Hunger Games uh, canon because uh, fucking <laughs> Anna sits down with Matt. And this conversation was so ridiculous. This conversation was, oh, God. Hey, so he's like, so I'm hearing things. And she says, well, I said something that was out of character. Uh, and I, I wanted to bring it up, you know, I just because I didn't want it to, you know, be something that is under the... The radar. It's like you could have just not said anything. You could have kept yeah. that to yourself, and you were just hating. Like this yeah. is this is what you wanted to yeah, happen, exactly. But it backfired. Oh, it's yeah. so yeah, so royally too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, in the biggest way, because she's also for the last three episodes been like, I haven't spoke to him in X amount of time, <laughs> yeah. and now is really my chance. <laughs> and then also last episode, she gets him alone, and she's like. But I'm really awkward. <laughs> That's her whole thing. Oh my god! Oh man! Ah, oh, but she gets to talk to him, and he basically the, he's like he dismisses her. He's like, "Look, I've been there before. I've said some shit that I regret, but like it's I just can't see you being part of this journey anymore." Can I'm, I? Walk I, I, I want to take that because he says it in such yes. a slick way. That was, I, I was do, like, yes. you motherfucker. Yeah. He's like, he's like, yeah, uh -huh. you know, I've been in that position. I've said some things and I've dealt with the consequences of it. And I was like, oh, she's gone. She's gone. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. He's clapping her. He's clapping her. He's talking yeah, yeah, about yeah. consequences. I got to say, uh -huh. I got to say, like, the way he sent Anna home and then actually uh -huh. sending her home. Yeah. Yes. What a fantastic start to Black Satisfying. History Month. I mean, <laughs> just, <laughs> my God. Oh my god. Oh, and so like satisfying. Time Hop reminded me last year today was the Super Bowl when fucking what's his name? P Patrick Mahomes, Mahomes yeah. beat uh San Francisco who had Nick Bolsa who's a big yeah, Trump, Trump guy. guy. That so was it's just whew. like last Beautiful year morning. two days into February we had just fucking <laughs> MLK's ghost smiling in the clouds as Patrick Mahomes uh -huh. threw a touchdown. And then yesterday we had Matt James who Mind you, is the most bland piece piece of shit oh, ever. Shit. Oh my gosh! Yeah, All he so... is is an eight pack of abs. And don't get me wrong, you can be horny over abs. I mean, that is people are being horny over a nine six vampire. Like it's. I mean, you, have, you <laughs> ain't even <laughs> seen okay. her you're yet, so don't even, don't, don't even, don't even. Nah, you ain't even seen. So I'm just saying it's yet. okay. But just the first day of February, we're just kicking out toxic uh, white women. Perfect. Yeah. Uh, toxic white people. Let me clarify. Let me not make this uh -huh. a gender thing. Honestly, getting rid of the toxic white woman was one of the keys <laughs> of this episode, though. So, yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Let's the be The highlight real. of the episode. Yeah, absolutely. Mm, you I know? mean, I, I do think it was kind of wild that in this conversation, he also said, like, you know, Brittany, when she got here, was like, spunky and like fun. oh yeah and now <laughs> no. and then he said something like the damage is done and i'm like yeah okay wow okay, wow what? yeah oof also is, he yeah. said spunky and fun because say. like the first impression was making out i would think anybody yeah. who makes out with me within five seconds is spunky and fun spunky yeah, but yeah, that's not a dig totally. against britney i i said before uh -huh. on this podcast that was a genius move yeah, and that's I, a great move. And I respect the line. Make up for it was lost such time. a smooth line. Yeah. Exactly. Oh, yeah. Yes. It, was, it was such a smooth. Let's make up for lost time. Boom. And it was like it was perfect execution. It was. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Brittany, if for some strange reason you're listening to this, congratulations. <laughs> you have game. Well, I mean, speaking of execution, Matt takes Anna to the car and all the women are looking out at her from those. <sighs> 
fucking windows and they're all like oh is she going home oh no she's going home and she gets in the car and she cries on her way out of the show and it's over for anna i also wish that he kind of had a moment to be like look i'm not gonna lie to you like i have to keep like 20 girls a week and you just like barely made the cut like could couldn't i like couldn't he Mm -hmm. i didn't want that to be that mean but i just felt like that was a bit of the undercurrent because he could have let Victoria go at the same time. Yeah. Uh, right. But he didn't. He kept her until the rose ceremony. It was also uh, just, so, it was so awkward when they were walking, when he was walking her to the car and they were holding hands. I was like, oh my why God. are you oh. still doing that? Yeah. yeah I you're about to person, that. Yeah. They were walking hand in hand. And I get I hated from that. his angle it's probably like a gent like the gentleman thing to do yeah. but if i was her i would like be like please don't touch me this is right weird you just broke up with me on tv just yeah. let me go by myself i mean and since we already mentioned it that's why like i think victoria had the most real send off where she's like i'm not gonna hug you on my face exactly fucking yes, loser yes, 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 yes. yeah i was like oh my gosh yeah and, and yeah so yeah, she gets cut off because taking cue of what just went down, it uh-huh. this episode turns into an all-out snitch fest. They're like, oh, oh yeah. I can just snitch on someone and they'll be gone because not so. So uh, Victoria gets oh, snitched on. Oh, he is new to this, the franchise, though. I oh, think that's yeah. also oh, so what's so is snitching this a happens. real big part. It never works out season. for everybody. Oh, this right. is your first season too. Yeah, this is my first yeah. season too. Yeah, so okay, I, okay. It's a common said thing Black that Lives someone Matter. will snitch to yeah. the bachelor or bachelorette <laughs> about someone, and then that person who does the snitching often ends up going home. So it's <laughs> oh, kind so of interesting. Sn- where now the snitcher yeah. is actually is getting still there. the dub. Well, the, well that's the thing. So yeah. the way you said it, the previous ways makes so much sense because if I was, I'm like, why are you ain't here snitching to me and not handling it yourself? Right. Like, well, oh, I'm supposed right. to kick them off for you? Nah, that, that person seems more dedicated for my love while you ain't here snitching. Oh my gosh. But Matt is such a dummy simp, dude. Like, it, it makes sense that he would, like, because it is true. Like, you know, for what it's worth, Victoria is right. Like, as the first person who comes in to snitch, he's like, okay, that must be the full and honest truth. Uh, I, I guess, I guess, I guess I have to kick her out to make you feel comfortable. And then someone does it right after that happens. And he's like, I guess Victoria is true, but we all know he probably was trying to get Victoria up out of there so much earlier, but the producers were like, I no, mean, no. There was a whole moment I cannot wait to get to, and I will. I promise okay. I will. But I got, I got to say, I got to say, dude, this whole episode, this beginning of this episode, not only is it when, when they start having these conversations, do all the other women start doubling back, being like, no, I'm, <laughs> I was just messing around. Oh, it's all yeah. a joke. Oh, I'm that. always playful. It's not malicious. Victoria learned the word malicious along the way. Um, it's honestly just like I get, okay, whoa, okay, we are bouncing around. That, <laughs> I, they are saving their asses. And in the past, what happens on The Bachelor is – the snitcher will get will get uh, knocked out, but then so will the person causing trouble most of the time. Um, and if it's not right away, it's very close after because the snitch is usually bringing up a point, and then they're like, "Well, why aren't you doing this?" Or it's usually somebody that 
Um, they don't have much stock in anyway. Like, the snitch is usually someone that you're not really rooting for, and neither is the bachelor or bachelorette, and that's fine. But in this case, rather than pointing out somebody in particular, rather than being like, this is the person that's causing drama, uh, like Marilyn did with Victoria at the beginning of the season, Katie went to Matt saying, it is pretty toxic in there with the arrival of the new girls. A lot of the old girls are not making it feel safe or okay. And then there's words going around that could honestly ruin someone's life outside of here. And I feel like, personally, if you're going to snitch, bringing attention to a situation rather than the, the details of it, I would rather go that way. And that's why it didn't backfire for Katie. Now, when it comes to Brittany and Ryan snitching or, like, talking about this, the events, he's asking them for it. They weren't volunteering that shit. They were not going to – I don't think they were going to bring that up until Brittany was like, so have you heard that I'm an escort? Because that's been <laughs> flying around and I would like to clear it up. Yeah. <laughs> you know? Or maybe now's the time to admit. <laughs> you know? they, both of those girls have more of a connection with him than the two snitches do. Like – so oh, it yeah. it's it was obviously I think easy for him to believe anyways. Yeah, yeah. he was just I, magically given a reason to send him home. Yeah. yeah, right, right. And so we're looking at Ryan talking to uh, Matt about how Victoria called her a hoe because she's a dancer, which like she got really upset at the word hoe, which was oh, I so, had so, never I, seen I anybody cackled because. I'm like you. You playing? You game in the system, and you and I know you're gaming it because every the events that unfold from that one, the like, and she called me a hoe. <laughs> I was like, okay, you would have been crying if that if it was that serious, but you now you crying to get in. Matt looks like such a dork every time when he's like, oh, oh, you're crying, oh, oh. And yeah. like, and for what it's worth, out of all the things Victoria could have been clapped for, <laughs> this is probably the least because I think she oh, was. Absolutely. I think yeah. she was like just goofing for once. Like this was like That's her the least. One time I could believe. Yeah, that was yes. the, she was not being <laughs> malicious for once. She was just being a goof, and that's where she got kicked off. <laughs> Let, let's reenact Victoria calling Ryan a hoe. If he, if you wouldn't mind, you're Ryan, and you could okay. go ahead and please just tell me uh, what you do for a living. Oh, you know, I'm a I'm a dancer. You know, I do. Oh my God, you're such a hoe. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I yes, thought. Exactly was the way it came out versus the fact that Victoria's like snatching Catalina's crown off of her head. Oh, oh my, thank physical. you. That was rough. <laughs> uh, and then, but no, that's what she gets it. And but, but like you could see the moment that um, that we saw the first person get sent home, you saw like the bulb uh, light up in all of the new girls. Like yeah. you saw it. Oh. Like they were like, okay, we know, yeah. we have our weapon now. Well, well, then Chelsea brings the discussion up. Yeah, Chris, go ahead. I was just gonna say. I was just gonna say when it comes to the whole, even if Victoria truly was playing with calling Ryan yeah. Ho and all that, that's one of those things like. Ho and like bitch are like words that I feel like if if that is coming from your homie, yeah, it's endearing, mm. or it's like not an insult. But like if I was Ryan, right. I would feel some type of way too because it's like like if I was oh, like I oh I'm a dancer you. oh you're a hoe I'd be like bitch first of all I don't know you like that like don't yeah. call me yeah, yeah like exactly. if you're if you're my homie you can call me you can call me that exactly but, like, I don't but know that you. but and, and for me it's like it's that part she didn't say that. 
She did, she sat there quiet, right. and then she went to snitch, and that's the problem for me. It was like, oh, everyone wants to get buck when they're in the room with with Matt, but when you in that room, you don't say nothing. Like that's why I have respect for uh, who's uh, MJ, MJ and who's the uh, other one on the chopping block. Yasenia, yeah, Yesenia. like I like that they like were they were talking that shit because I was I like, agree. yeah, I was like, that's what the, like okay, we're jumping Man, ahead. This is we're why this is why I'm excited for you to watch more seasons of this because. <laughs> That's not new. The two-on-one is a standard thing, but usually it's a date where they take two women or two men out on a date somewhere remote. They have like a picnic of some sort, mm -hmm. and it usually involves a, a helicopter ride, and the person <laughs> that they pick out of the two leaves on the helicopter with the bachelor or bachelorette, and the other one just gets left behind. Mm -hmm. Like that's part of the – and it's <laughs> – that's – always been the funniest thing about I the two-on-one to me but they don't do that right now because of these pressing issues quote-unquote right. like Tasha's season had no one bennett now they're making mj and jesenia have that similar thing where it's a two-on-one before a uh a, a rose ceremony so there was a previous season where they did a two-on-one and mm -hmm. the bachelor took the women to like some random desert like a random mm -hmm. desert canyon, whatever. Oh my God. And they, there was just a random bed in the, in the middle of this canyon and they're chilling. And then the guy goes, takes one away and is like, I'm just like, it has this deep conversation of like, I'm just emotionally mm -hmm. not there with you. And she starts crying and he just leaves her. She just, he just leaves her where he, where he left her. And he Pull goes up. back to the other woman who's laying on the bed, who sees him walking back alone. She starts smiling. Cause she's like, fuck yeah, that's right. I get the rose today. And he uh. just sits down. He just goes, I'm not feeling it. And he just sits. <laughs> he just he leaves both of them there and takes the helicopter uh -huh. home. This show's the greatest show ever. I love it. <laughs> the show is wild. The show is wild. Now, okay, so we have Chelsea bringing up in the group setting. Like, look, I haven't felt like it was. It's been toxic or you know, uh, an, uh, a hostile environment. Michelle, Catalina, would you mind telling me how you feel about it? First of all, love Chelsea for opening this dialogue the way she's doing it, but also. It feels a little late. However, she is saying that she didn't recognize it as toxic. So maybe she wasn't aware of it, which feels hard to not be aware of. If everybody's throwing around JV varsity or talking about old girls versus new girls, it's tough not to feel like it's toxic. Right? You know? Yeah. I mean, I just think that the number of fake apologies that ran oh my God. like one after the other is just a sign well, yeah. of how toxic it was if that exactly. many people felt the need to apologize. But at a certain point, I was kind of like, honestly, this is almost more embarrassing because it's just oh, 100%. so obvious what you're doing. Like every person so much pulling another person aside mm -hmm. and being like, hey, so about what I said, I totally didn't mean it. It's like, no, you just got caught. That's the issue. Yeah. You have, you have like, you're admitting your guilt by even pulling that person aside. Yeah. You have Mari going up to Catalina, like, can I steal you for a minute? You know, yeah. Like, Suddenly they're like the stealing bachelor. each other from dates instead exactly. of Matt. Uh, any, but that's, that's like, that's why when they cut to Serena C being like, look at all this ass kissing. I was like, okay, I like her. Because she didn't apologize, and yeah. I'm fine with her. If she's like, look, maybe I was a bitch a little bit, but I'm not gonna apologize. That's way worse. Yeah. Also, like, I respect uh, her calling it out and saying, "Yes, it. yeah, yeah." I like. I I think what gets uh what gets me going is like this. Yeah, there's this like anger that like there's this weird thing where they're like, I don't see why. Uh -huh. 
15 plus women vying for one man in one household after being having a whole group of women sprung on them that they didn't expect and they're angry about it i just need y'all to just be okay with that like like that was Uh the weirdest thing to me i was like i don't see why y'all like these new girls like y'all need to be okay with these women encroaching on what you thought was what you've accepted as your like normal it's wild well, since both, oh, sorry, Bria, what were you going to say? No, that's just like, that's what reminded me like, oh yeah, this is a competition. Cause sometimes you yeah. forget you're watching, mm-hmm. you're like, oh, people falling in love. And then a new group comes in, everyone gets pissed and you're like, right. Cause they're competing. Right. Yeah. Well, yeah. I was going to say, since this is both of y'all's first seasons, one thing that's important to note, this whole bringing in new people in the middle of it, not it's a regular new to thing. The US. Yeah. Right. This they is, only this... did it on Tasha's season because Claire had already kicked people off, and yeah. they wanted her to have a fresh batch. Also, they do do this in Big Brother, uh, Big Brother Bachelor Australia, and they call them intruders, which oh, wow. is equally toxic. <laughs> and Paradise does the same thing, where like whenever people leave the show, they'll usually yes. bring another guy or another girl on. But for the mm-hmm. most part, in the traditional model of the show, it's like from day one on there's no additions it's just that regular group so this is just the producers being extra messy of like purposely holding off because obviously because of covid they had to like quarantine and stuff so like they had them there they were just like nah you're gonna wait for a couple weeks yeah we want you to fuck over some people they don't have these dates to like Cleveland, Ohio, where they have to make it seem like everybody's excited to be there. Uh, and then they're like, we can't believe we're in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, the perfect place to fall in love. The birthplace of Superman. Uh, that kind really? of stuff. Do you I, think I, it's better that like, do you think it's more genuine? I don't know if this is too much of a tangent, but do you think it's more genuine or more possible to actually have a successful relationship because they're just stuck in the same place and they're not going on all these crazy extravagant trips that like set up unrealistic expectations Mm -hmm. about love and romance. I want to say it's more realistic that they're like contained because there is that like rose tinted glasses effect of traveling all over the place with like your, your boyfriend or girlfriend. They're like, you know, even if you're sharing them, it's like, you're what a romantic escape. Like it's a whole thing. Um, however, the, the track record of the show is not great. Right. I, and I guess, couples. yeah, that's true. It's like only slightly more realistic because you're already mm-hmm. going on mm-hmm. a dating show that's televised. So, right. yeah, because I will yeah. say like if I would say it's it's slightly better uh, to your point, because, for example, if you took me out uh, like on abroad and like you were blowing out my back in Ibiza, then, yeah, I'm gonna say I love you. Like I that's that's just <laughs> or like totally. if I'm like or like if if I am. And if I am coming in a different seaboard with you, like I'm gonna have emotions no matter like if there's real chemistry or not. So like, yeah, I think the fact that they're stuck in one place that kind of helps with the whole, like you're not isolating to a group, right? You're not letting the setting help you fall in love. Like if you can fall in love in an Applebee's, that's real love. Like that's, yeah, totally. If you can fall in love, you have stuff working against you. Right. Or yeah, to your point on a farm, farm. like that's, yeah. It feels closer to reality than Mm -hmm. like Bora Bora. Right. Here's something I had a question about. Um, Please. Just uh, since you're, you know, experts on the franchise. Thank you. I was very. We were also on the show. We were also alum of the show. 
Oh, 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 really? Yeah, we forgot to, to tell <laughs> yeah, them the conceit of the podcast. <laughs> yeah. uh, we were, we were, uh, the reason it's called We Didn't Get a Rose, the podcast is We Didn't Get a Rose, because we were on the first night of Lisa's season, season 15.0, uh, and then Hannah B's season is 15.1, uh, because they texted Hannah B to do the show, and she said, let me think about it. They had to start filming. They got two episodes worth of footage. Hannah B said yes. They scrapped those episodes and started shooting for Hannah's season. But our season, Lisa, right. shout out to Lisa. Uh, well, she didn't pick either of us and <laughs> we didn't get a rose. But we want to be part of Bachelor Nation's uh, podcasts. Uh, and so we're just clutching to that clout. So experts and alum. So mm-hmm. please continue. Yeah, don't Google <laughs> Lisa's season, yeah. though. Just take our word for it. <laughs> also, this is the first time, like this week is when I found out that the fans call themselves Bachelor Nation. I love yeah. that. Right. I love that. You didn't know beforehand? I didn't know. I had no idea. And when I found out, I was like, yeah, that makes sense. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it makes sense that they turned it into, like, nationalism. <laughs> oh, I, well, I never thought of it like that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, oh, fuck. Yeah. Well, the reason, I, the reason I, I asked this is, like, Matt is just a regular fucking dude who happens to be hot, right? He's a regular yeah. fucking schmuck. He just has a regular uh, fucking job. So, uh-huh. like, I can't imagine doing this show and being in this, like, uh-huh. manufactured house like Kit was... And then going uh-huh. back to wherever he actually fucking lives. <laughs> like, what is that? Which? Like, what is that tradition of going back? Like, you know, if he lives in fucking Kentucky, he could probably be. And, you know, my idea of real estate is fucked up by growing up and living in Los Angeles my whole life right. where mm-hmm. a two bedroom house is a million dollars. But like, <laughs> so like um, if but if you if he lives in a coastal city, I can't imagine his house looking anywhere near as good as the set pieces wow. for The Bachelor. Well, so for oh. Hannah B, she, when she was a bachelorette, Hannah B's from Alabama. So, like, right. and one of the dudes, he made it far. He either was top four or top five. Mike Johnson, black guy. Uh, oh. Love him to death. He should have been, been The Bachelor. Bachelor. I was texting with Mia, uh, Mia Jackson earlier, and she and I agree. Mike Johnson should have absolutely yeah. been The Bachelor. Well, the uh, reason why he wasn't charming. picked was because at the time that they were going to pick a Bachelor, he was fucking Demi Lovato, which first off, good for right. both of them. Oh, uh, good okay. for both Plot of them. Plot twist. Yeah, well, because Demi <laughs> was crushing hard on Matt on Instagram for the longest time, randomly got to meet Matt? him, and then they started dating. And you know what? Oh, True Mike. Love does exist. Oh, Mike. Okay. Yeah, 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 yeah. Mike. Oh, Matt. no, okay. not Matt. Sorry, sorry. Sorry, yeah, yeah, yeah. I got, then I got real confused. I was like, wait, what? <laughs> yeah, Why yeah, are yeah. we talking oh, about Demi Lovato on this episode? <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, but uh, anyway, so with Mike, uh, he ended up not making the cut, but like I remember Hannah was just like, yeah, I'm trying to figure out who I want to take home to my family in Alabama. And as soon as I heard that, I was like, Ooh. I know Mike was like, oh, go ahead. Cut me, chief. Cut me. <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Cut me. <laughs> He's yeah, like, I'm yeah. good. I'm good. We out. Yeah. I don't need this. Uh, yeah. But I mean, to, to this point, uh, Matt lives in New York and there was an article recently that came up about his roommate putting him on blast because mm-hmm. she doesn't did not feel safe living with him uh, because he kept giving keys to the apartment, like making 20 copies of keys to just fucking frat dudes that he knows mm-hmm. to come yeah. crash whenever they felt like it. She would wake up to dudes pissing in the bathroom with the door open that she doesn't know. Um, and he just didn't care. Uh, so that's, uh, that's but right also playing. living in New York yeah. and having dudes crash on your couch 
Uh, that's not his kitchen. Does not look like that. Let's yeah, just go yeah. ahead and say it yeah, that yeah. way, right? Yeah, that, yeah, yeah. So it was. I was. I think. Yeah. I thought he grew up. Uh, I mean, he lived somewhere coastal. So yeah, no. There's no way. Yeah. And also, he has <laughs> not. Not that there's anything wrong, but but he has a roommate. So imagine taking this wife back. And it's like so. Anyway, yeah. this is Sandra. <laughs> uh, she uh, my she's God. my roommate. Uh, we're gonna right. be on this couch. I'm sure you know. Uh, ABC breaks them off some bread, but probably definitely not that much. I mean. The way that they all become kind of influences right after this is done and the fact that they like do a bunch of like media and whatnot, like they're going to be fine. Money is not going to be a problem for a little bit. Can we are we ready to take a meta break? Okay, a, yeah. what, a oh, meta break? Yeah, yeah, meta. Just talk about you know the meta of of this whole uh, of this whole organization we call the Bachelor because you know I'm deep in Victoria Larson's uh, DMs. Uh, we've been oh. we've chatted a few, and uh, and 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 I remember when I, the first time I got her to uh, talk to me is I was like I'm getting more people on your side. Yada yada. If you real quick, I just want to say I'm sorry to interrupt <laughs> you, but how dare you say? That you are deep in Victoria Larson's DMs on the second then, day of Black History Month. I mean, <laughs> <laughs> but you just didn't expand either. Like we all now have a million questions. And we haven't. Like, what look, was the guys, message that got her to respond? We are only fifteen minutes deep into this episode and forty-five minutes into the podcast, and oh. I don't care about the episode anymore. If you got to tell us everything. <laughs> Sorry, I'm not gonna just let that slide. In. No, 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 Bria, you raise good points. Continue, continue. You know what the message was? Okay, so, <laughs> so yeah, I, I've I've been a Victoria stand from from the jump. Uh, mostly when season two they did a episode where you see that she's packing a wagon, and I was like, okay, bet. And then I followed her, and then uh, and so I would at her uh, just to like talk about uh talk about it with my friends and troll them and she was she started like liking the the, okay. the ads and i like there's i posted a shirtless selfie and i was like good morning to victoria larson and victoria larson only she liked that okay then i okay. then a friend but then the first time she said something to me was a friend was like she actually won me over that at last episode and i screenshot it and sent it to her it's like i was like see uh that's uh, the victoria gang is growing and she sent lol yay Except none of them follow me. They just stalk. Cat crying laughing emoji. And I was like, all right, I'm going to start getting them to follow. She liked <laughs> that. And then she said something that I can't see anymore. But I remember I replied, oh. I stand my progressive, powerful queen. She liked that. I did another Calling meme your with queen, her. You're playing yeah, right yeah, 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 yeah. You know, you know yeah. what she wants to hear. So, 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 so th- I, th- there's various things where I'm adding her and she's just uh, liking and all this stuff. Uh-huh. And the last time was right before this. I said, show won't be the same without you. The fuck? And then I put, I'm late as hell. And she liked that. Uh, (laughs) And I've been waiting for her to get voted off so that I can actually uh, confidently slide. And then she can get back to me because it's not a spoiler. So uh, so now I'm going to come hard and be like, okay, so where are you trying to eat? Uh, You trying to go to Nobu? Let's do it. Uh, <laughs> but the whole reason I brought that up, sorry, I got distracted. Uh, is by this the your nerd. way of like and when when in Get Out when the dude tries to warn the main guy of like he got taken over? <laughs> is, this, is this that? No, 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 no. You look, you you just got to see. I, I started to see what Matt was talking about right there. You know, uh, but 
Like, like the one thing that definitely pinged to me was she was like, none of them is fo- are following me. And I, and I also noticed like she was having like the least amount of followers than all the other girls. Right. Because obviously you're the villain, duh. She's the villain yeah. of the, yeah. the, the, the season. Yeah. And so like, even like her post today, it was her walking the dog and she like added like one of those like paparazzi like instagrams that like are supposed to oh. catch people and i was like oh people go on this show and they try and get that bachelor clout and That's like it. build a brand around it and so like it was funny oh. to see it happen like real time and to really like yeah, yeah. <laughs> see this person because also she was like right when i was getting the reply was when we were like neck and neck with uh followers and then like now okay. she's like at 60k and i think she's gonna leave me on red uh you know <laughs> wow. I, think, I think she's gonna leave me on red now that she's at 60k i gotta get my followers i'm gonna buy some bots and i'm gonna get back <laughs> in the dms get to 120k show yeah. us up yeah uh, I do. I have to tell you this because this is interesting because you don't know about the the post bachelor cloud situation that happens. They all get it. They well for the most part. If you stand out in any way, there's enough of a following out there. This show like millions and millions of people watch it yeah. like all over the world. So people are following and they get that clout. But Tasha was the bachelorette last season. Okay, she was brought in after Claire. She. Before appearing on The Bachelor as one of the, the contestants and who was beloved and great, she's a phlebotomist. She like, you know, was she, she's a phlebotomist and she is working that job. And then when she came back to be The Bachelorette, her job description was like uh, like beauty product ambassador or something like that. And because they couldn't just put influencer because that's literally her job. That's what she does after The Bachelor. So like this is something that when people are like, they're not here for the right reason, it's like, no, they're here to secure the bag. Like, that's what yeah. they're... And if they if they win, quote unquote, if they become, like, if they end up dating or marrying this person that they truly have a connection with, that's gravy. It's like no longer the goal anymore. They just want right. to be entertaining or be... And so that's why all these women are backpedaling when they find out that Anna's leaving or they find out that the environment's toxic is because... <laughs> Nobody wants to be the bad guy. Way to bring it back, guys. Don't get followers. (laughs) Yeah. No, it's like college for influencers. Yeah, yeah. Mm -hmm. Like instead of going to university when you're 21, you try to get on The Bachelor. Mm-hmm. Think of it like SNL. Like it's like a that's that's who they're gonna cast on on Paradise. That's who yeah. might get like their own Bachelor Nation podcast or like that's funded by ABC and paying them. It's also like, so weird though, because yeah. like why would I want an info? Like why I wouldn't trust someone's advice if they went on The Bachelor <laughs> to find love. See, you that's know? So, you like, though. I don't that's... really trust your advice <laughs> on like what flat tummy tea I should buy. Like it doesn't <laughs> to me. It doesn't track. Yeah. Um, I will say we we're just getting to the point where Matt gets Victoria and one of the funniest moments of the episode had to pause, take like a 10 minute break at this moment. Victoria comes in, sits down with Matt. She says, uh, you know, she says, uh, I, I really admire how you're handling this situation. And I just want to say that, like, you know, I appreciate you doing this and, uh, what, it, it's really, really nice, and you're a kind person. And then Matt, before saying thank you, smirks in a way like he's going to break, like he's going to laugh so hard in our face. And that smirk is just a half a second. But I, I urge you all to rewatch the episode and watch that part. It is just a thing of beauty. Matt smirking before he says thank you is 
so funny. It's so funny. And uh, yeah, so uh, anyway, she's she's talking about obviously my uh, good outshines any of the other and it's bleeped out. But I assume she calls them bitches in the house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, she sits down with him. Matt ends up dropping that Katie's the one who snitched on the whole thing, mm-hmm. uh, which is like, come on, man. Uh, do you think that was intentional? I do. You do. Oh, a producer being like, Tell I her. think. Yeah, I think the I think the producers wanted because then they because then Victoria found out and Victoria was like, oh, guess you told on me. Right. Mm. Well, yeah. if, if you're going to drop it to any of the girls that you're talking to. Victoria, yeah, you know, she's going to tell everyone else. Mm-hmm. So that's true. Matt Matt brings up the hoe thing, says Ryan says that you called her a hoe. And she's like, well, that was take that was completely out of context. And he's like, so what's. Yeah, that was my favorite. What what was the context in which it would work? Yeah. yeah. And it's like, hey, he's, uh, you know what? We did provide an appropriate context earlier. I won't lie. Like, (laughs) like calling somebody a hoe playfully, that's fine. But the context behind that would be friendship. And that is totally not the case. Yeah. Um, I I kind of appreciated him for saying that. I was shocked. I was pretty shocked, actually, that he said that. Because he is so, like... I'm watching him respond to these things and I, I I know he's listening, but I feel like there's some sort of emotional (sighs) disconnect where I can't tell if he actually is like, believes the things he's saying. There's just not enough behind it. Right. Well, that's because Matt James, I didn't know if you knew this, um, but Matt James is actually not real. He's just a black man made in a lab by ABC who they're like, uh-huh. what, we need to stop looking racist. We're going to get a black guy, but let's not get a real one. No, 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 no. Here's no. the, let's here's make the thing. one in a lab. He is we'll, like, <laughs> go to the back it's of like a Panera and mix like Hennessy with like some other shit. And then boom, we'll get a black guy. And then Ma- that's what Matt, Matt James is. Matt James is a black guy who is, who is, clearly been raised by his white mom that's that's why he has no sauce whatsoever has no desire for the sauce has left the sauce behind if if, if he was if 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 he was he he, he is, is of the same card as that black dude who stormed the capital with those white folks and is surprised that the laws are different for him. It's like, we tried he, to right. tell you, Chief. We gave you all the clues, Mr. Black Man, but you didn't want to <laughs> believe us. Group. Now he you ain't does, got no bell. He does scream uh, like like the type of person who's like, I listen to gangster rap. I listen to Drake. Like that's the example. Yeah. Yeah. He's, yeah, he's the, yeah, he's definitely the type who like is, is definitely like leaning on his blackness around white Uh girls where he's like, yeah. Oh, let me, let me, but, but I, I knew everything I needed to know about this man's sauce when I saw him dusting under a vase of a place that, it's not that old. I'm like, my guy, why are you dusting that? Why are you like, what? What are you doing, bro? First of all, as if they haven't had uh, cleaning I know. I was like, why happen. are you trying to convince us that it was you that cleaned that place? Really? That's the least, that's the least of the, the worries of this season. It's, yeah. There's turndown service. You, come on, you, you're, you're, you're living in a hotel. You're, yeah, you're exactly. a hotel. We know you're at a resort. <laughs> people to live there for that reason oh my god he specifically he specifically said uh i know we're jumping ahead but like when cat when kit was coming over he specifically said i've been spending all day cleaning and i was like bitch in a hotel you've 
had an all day clean in the hotel when there's production crew and all that bullshit. You've been working out, you jacked off once, and been trying to figure out which turtleneck you wanted to wear tonight. That's what you did. You didn't clean shit. Yeah. Oh my I gosh. I love his clothes though. I think. Uh, sorry, this is another aside. I think he's a very well dressed bachelor. You're okay. into the turtlenecks. I like them. Yeah, I think he looks great in them. I'm not even like I don't. I'm not someone who's like I don't feel any type of way about him really, but I think he's super well dressed, very fashionable. Mm. I, but okay. I guess I don't have any other bachelors to compare him to. I just assume that most I of them know. wear You're... like jeans and t-shirts in every episode. I mean, the other ones aren't great either. Yeah. Like he's he he dresses better than most of the bachelors. Yeah. Like, okay, we can okay. give him that. Um, Good it's, to know. I I uh, I mean I've said on this podcast that I don't I don't uh, I don't understand his face. Like his mouth does uh, strange things, and then Mia said that uh, it's because he's got sandwich mouth. Like he just bit out of a sandwich. <laughs> Mia also said he walks that. like a white man. She did say that. Uh, so I mean, Victoria is upset about the conversation. She's going nuts. She's walking around the house talking to herself, uh, basically out just within earshot of the other girls calling them morons. Uh, She's saying, like, I make the house toxic. That's crazy. I don't want to be called bully or toxic. Um, she's crying because she knows it's over. Like, she mm -hmm. knows that she's going to go home. Um, and then she, my favorite line, she says, does Matt want a wife that's always causing drama? Or does he want a wife like me? <laughs> and, and that's uh, when look, I knew. Yeah. <laughs> that she is not okay. <laughs> right. I mean, so here's the thing. Uh, we've talked about this on the show before when Victoria shows up and she seems to just be like the drunk girl having a good time on the first episode. And she says, well, you do marketing. Well, market yourself to Matt. Like, go for it. Go get him. We're going to be supportive. I was into Victoria. We were having a good time. Second episode. She says some mean stuff. Acts out of line. Uh, just does not like give a shit about anything and is being really mean. Uh, next episode just solidifies her role as villain. This last episode, the whole JV varsity thing and, you know, doubling down with the Anna calling Brittany a serial killer, like all this kind of stuff. I'm just like, okay, Victoria is not long for the show. They are really, really making her out to be like such a villain mm -hmm. to, the po to the point where I'm like, Matt was like, I'm not into her. And they were like, keep her on as long as you can stand it or until we find like a new angle. And he's like, no problem. And then this episode is when they were like, we think MJ might be the new one. Mm -hmm. uh, so you can That's snip Victoria or keep and, uh, and keep MJ or vice versa, but you can't have both. And he was like, because yeah. they have to keep Sick. the villains around until it starts to get to like not that many people left. And then they're like, mm -hmm. okay, fine. We'll have the show be about the romance. Well, it's so funny because yeah. I felt like in, especially seeing how this episode played out, that it was less that they were like enough Victoria, more like Victoria has planted the seed in how to play the game. And now the rest of them will do it because that's what it seemed like. That's why I'm like justice for Victoria because everyone is now doing what she did. Like she came in with that mindset of being like, okay, if you're a problem, if I see you as a threat, I'm going to find some way to get you out. And now everyone's like doing the snitching, doing like a – even though I, I don't want to blame the makeout at the farm because – Matt did right. for some reason. It, it was so that was that a was, wild. That Look, was let's talk good about TV. This date. That was yes. Oh, oh sorry, dude. Let, let, 
Yeah, go ahead. Oh, you know what? We're almost there. It's so that's such a good moment. That's yeah. such a good. That moment. That was solid TV. But sorry, let's go in order. Sorry, you know I get excited. No, no. Well, well we're, we're, we're let's gonna, cut look, to the real forward. quick about the uh, rose ceremony. Rose or did ceremony you skip happens. Rose? No, no. Look, I'm just gonna say who didn't get a rose. Like mm-hmm. we're good. Like fuck. So rose ceremony. Matt gives a rose to um, Brittany, Michelle, and Ryan. Well, Michelle already had one. So he gives one to Brittany and Ryan first, making a statement. Yeah. New girls are here to stay, uh, except for Catalina. Sorry, girl. Uh, so uh, Victoria, Lauren, Mari, and Catalina don't get a rose. Surprised to see Lauren go, to be honest. Okay. Lauren, he seemed to like really connect with her when they were one on one at that group mm-hmm. date. He gave her a group rose. I guess he just wasn't feeling it. And that's fair. I said that they were both the same kind of boring. And that's. I think it stands like you can't have that kind of energy matching in a couple. Uh, or you have to have at least one person like forward and one behind. Like, I think you can't, I didn't like that. Uh, but so I'm cool with them not uh, carrying on. So Victoria, Lauren, Mari, Catalina, no roses. Victoria leaves the rose ceremony last crossed arms and everything walks forward. And first of all, I need to say this. This was the first oh, so outfit not just that me. Victoria had okay. on. Like, first <laughs> Oh, I was cut? Yeah, you oh, frozen. Okay, I okay. thought everyone froze. And then I oh, saw yeah. Bria look at me. And I was like, okay. Oh, yeah, yeah. Okay, okay, okay. Well, that's how well, it's before where I've been the one that froze. So I was just like, I'll wait. Yeah. And then when I saw y'all move, I was like, oh, shit. Okay, all right. Love having Zoom have our back, you know? I don't even know uh, what part I was saying because I thought you guys were reacting. Literally, I just finished saying, and I have to say, this was the first dress that I liked the Victorious, and you guys went like, "Oh my god, yes, uh, yes, uh, okay." <laughs> like I got a reaction right there, and I was like, "So you agree?" <laughs> um, so uh, any, all I was saying is like, who didn't get a rose? Victoria, Lauren, Mari, Catalina, Victoria. Comes forward last, arms crossed. She's in a dress. First of all, love this dress. I like this is the first dress Victoria wore. I don't care that her bra is showing. Like, sure, that's something that a lot of people are picking up on. Who gives a fuck? It's a nice looking dress. She's pulling it off. Uh, but she says, I honestly feel so sorry for you that you listen to hearsay and not all the facts behind the situation. So goodbye. And she says goodbye to the girls. And then she has a talking head where she goes, uh, I'm I'm still a queen. Matt's not a king. He's a jester. First of all, she's got like, you know, she's got that vocabulary for herself, right? She's mm-hmm. already focused on a brand. I get it. I appreciate that she's pretty well, focused. Did you hear the whole thing about her saying she's a queen? That thing? Well, which which part? Uh, uh, the whole article where she had a like uh was it like a a confidence coach? And the confidence oh, coach. No. Oh, yeah. So apparently the reason she's been doing the queen thing is that she went to a confidence coach before The Bachelor. And the confidence coach told her that she needs to be a queen. And she took it literally. Oh. Uh, oh, and, and that's how that brand uh, started up. That's that's oddly tragic. I'm not going to lie. <laughs> yeah, that's... no. I, yeah, I don't want to make fun of it. Yeah, yeah, that made me feel sorry. That was like a pity. That's uh, any way I can get people sunk. in the Victoria gang, I'll use it. I'll <laughs> oh take wow, if he is pulling pity. out the guns right now. No, I'm not though, joined. Uh, yeah. Sorry, no, no, finish. Um, no, 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 no. Go ahead, go ahead. No, no, I, I was, I was going to turn to you. No, she just at one point Victoria's like when what you mentioned what she said when she was like does Matt want a girl who creates drama or a girl like me? Uh-huh. And then proceeds to call Katie gross three times right. immediately in the next sentence. And right I'm like, after. how are you this unaware? And that's the thing. Like, yeah. I, I, oh, I don't want to, 
I don't know if she's a terrible person. I think she just has no self-awareness and obviously a confidence problem. If it makes you feel any better, uh, we talked about this before on the pod, but to tell you now, there's an old Instagram photo that she's deleted since then where, like, she's taking a selfie with her dog. And in the background, you can see, like, a flag hanging on a chair. That was a friend's. That was a friend's. Then I already take back what I said. That was a friend's. It was was a Trump flag that was hanging. It was a friend's flag. If if this is the hill Uh you want to die on, (laughs) I I am separating myself. In March, I will pick <laughs> this up with you, Christopher, in March. Here I was. I thought we were both on the same side. of We, we are. We are. And we will continue this like conversation this. in March. And two, two, another thing she did, she like posted a picture of all of her friends with her together. Oh, and yeah, the, the pa- caption was just basically like, oh, um, happy birthday to me. Uh, I love it that all my friends were able to come. P- uh, PSA, we're very much aware yeah, about the crisis, and we all got tested. Something like that. Oh, bro, bro, oh, I can, I can already, I can already tell you when the day that Gavin Newsom uh, made this dumbass mistake to lift the stay-at-home order. That night, I was looking at her stories, and she was in a bar at Santa Monica, and I was like, one, this bar is already open. Two, you are in there. What is going on? Yeah, yeah. That's It was specifically, yeah, no, the caption was, it. happy birthday to me, exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. The queen has arrived. I love all my girls so much. Heart emoji, heart emoji, heart emoji, face heart emoji, champagne glass clinking emoji, birthday cake emoji. Prayer hands that are black emoji. <laughs> PSA, we are all COVID tested negative and very much aware of this tragic pandemic. Crying face emoji, black player prayer hands emoji. Uh-huh. Here, here, here. And one of the girls is in scrubs, am I right? Yes, am one I of the cr- girls yeah, is in okay. scrubs. Okay. Yeah, I don't have any defense for that. I just, <laughs> yeah. I, I just, I don't want to believe that she's this like evil person. You know, I want to try to rationalize her behavior yeah, okay. as insecurity but i know that's wrong actually now so that i here's here's my issue with this kind of argument is like okay not not wanting to call somebody a bad person because they're not aware of it when does that like no, it, yeah. is intent always is intent always the matter no, you're that totally makes right. them a bad person so like you know no, you're, no, if, absolutely. if i'm going around chopping people's fingers off and i don't know it's a bad thing you know is that part of it? So no, I don't, sure. you know, I took, it's a pretty drastic way to put it, but, um, I was anyway. also told by, uh, someone that I know that uh-huh. their best friend from high, uh, their best friend in high school, went to high school with Victoria and right. Victoria had a big personality back then. So uh-huh. yeah, not uh-huh. too far fetched. No, They're not at all. Diplomatic. Also, she yeah, went to yeah. FSU in Florida and, Oh, I, God. Okay. It, it it's just one of those it just makes perfect sense that you're yeah, this type no, of person absolutely. but yeah, yeah I, you texted me just... all caps when you found that out Look, you were we'll, like, we'll discuss all, all of this over dinner and, <laughs> and, and you'll you. bring up your yeah. concerns with her yeah yeah we'll talk about all this over dinner and then I will Iron it get out. to the bottom of this out of everyone okay. the thirst after on this show <laughs> <laughs> Look, Victoria is the <laughs> one you, you pick Look, 
I'm so that's like saying your favorite Avengers Ant Man. Like, come on, bro. First of all, you're gonna Ant-Man's put some respect on Ant Man. Yeah, you're gonna put some respect on Ant Man. He's like the one I like yeah. the most. He's yeah. like fine. Everybody okay. else is I'm just like numbered you know, here. Yeah, is, see, okay. see, there we go. <laughs> yeah, you're outnumbered on this and the and the vampire lady. <laughs> uh, uh, so what happens next is you know Victoria leaves and we got a date card and. You know, Serena's like, Matt's not, Matt doesn't have time for this petty BS. It's his precious time. I'm like, okay, precious time. All right. Yeah. Uh, I, I took a took Precious time sitting around waiting to make out with y'all. <laughs> I know. Exactly. Literally. Exactly. Do they it's make so out stupid. that much on every season? I feel like they're making um, out a lot, but I don't know if it's just. Yes and no. So okay. this is more than average. Yeah. This is more than average, but not as much as some of the previous ones. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's um, all I needed and to know. I, I'm, or you, uh, you can continue so, your thought, of course. <laughs> I didn't well, mean to cut because you off. Peter Weber, who <laughs> no, was the good. bachelor last time, he was a horn uh-huh. dog, so he was making out with anyone as often yeah. as he could. And but like, Ari was known as the kissing bandit, like on his season, because he was the kissing bandit on his season of The Bachelorette, because uh, uh, he he just loved to sneak away kisses or whatever. I didn't watch back then, but I watched his season, and he just loved to sloppy make out with whoever all the time. Um, so he's like the one that they're like, oh, they kiss a lot. They're like, have you seen this Ari guy? Um, but you know, other, other bachelors or bachelorettes weren't like super let's kiss all the time. Matt just loves kissing and that's fine. Just do it with your eyes closed, please. Please. Yes, please, please. I can't watch. I can't watch this many episodes in him continue to kiss these girls with his eyes open and then they cry about it. I know. (laughs) Now imagine. If you like hypothetically, you me, uh-huh. you're like this person, your soulmate, like okay. checks Question. all the boxes, everything. Yeah. They kiss with their eyes open. Okay, and you and you know because somebody saw you. Not that you kiss with your eyes open to see right. it. Okay. Okay, but you know because something came up and no 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 no. You took, took one of those like you know those selfies <laughs> oh, that boy. couples do where they're kissing but oh, they're no. taking a selfie. It's one of those, <laughs> and when you see the picture, <laughs> his eyes are open. <laughs> Okay. How do you- hey, the first thing I would do is laugh. Obviously, um, no, I would <laughs> probably tell them. I'd be like, "Hey, like, do you know that you kiss with your eyes open?" And then uh-huh. see how they react to that, and uh-huh. maybe see if I can help them stop that habit. <laughs> what if? What if you said that and they reply to you, "I know." <laughs> like just okay, that's yeah. Just and then thing. I then I would be like, "Okay, I need to exit this relationship because clearly you're a sociopath." Yeah. Ejector seat. Yeah. If he would about you, somebody's making out with you and you're like, they make out with their eyes open. How do you feel about it? Oh, that's weird. Weird. I, you know, yeah. I think you saw my first video I saw. Uh-huh. I made of <laughs> I because he has no transition. He just goes no. stone face and then shoves <laughs> his face into people's face. And I was like, bro, what is wrong with you? <laughs> What does that up? happen with Bree the first night when he kissed Bree? <laughs> they're leaning against opposite ends of the hot tub, and he straight up extends his neck and then windshield wipers his way over <laughs> to her. Yeah, just like mush and face together. Oh it my was, gosh! It, go it go gadget make out. That's what that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, but man, uh, I I'm confused by it every time, and uh, that's why when Michelle made out with him and he didn't have his eyes open in the car in uh, at the dinner table, we were like. She's the one. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Rachel gets the first one-on-one date card. It says our fairy tale begins today. And uh, she's excited. Everybody's kind of just like, 
jealous but supportive. Um, Kit's kind of upset. She's like, oh, I'm really nervous. I want this one-on-one. She sh- he shows up uh, with a turtleneck, loves it. Uh, he l- loves her confidence. He makes a point of saying that in his talking head. They're matching. She gets the best date, which is the personal shopper and trying on a bunch of clothes and hanging out after. Um, so, yeah, that's, like, pretty great. Uh, they go to this personal shopper. They try on a bunch of dresses. Everything looks good on her except for that orange dress, which, honestly, I don't think anyone could look it in. Uh, any thoughts on the outfits? Anybody uh, got thoughts on the outfits, or am I the only one here? I mean, people people often have been on Victoria's head about the... <laughs> The bras and in in the the dresses mm-hmm. and really them things have been respectfully thanging uh, in every one of those dresses <laughs> and I I don't know why people are mad about it. Um, let's see, MJ looks too good for words. Uh, I actually have I sent it to I, I'm in a comedy group called White Women and I <laughs> sent a text to all of them while watching this episode and it just says mm-hmm. MJ so fucking bad. Because uh, she looks really good. Um, okay. So, but but what about Rachel's looks on this date? So uh, how are you? Oh, feeling sorry, about we're thinking these? about that. I was distracted. Yeah, we're just. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I, I love like all the, the girls. blue well, gown. The blue yeah, gown right. that she ends up At with uh, for dinner mm-hmm. is stunning. Agreed. I was confused about the store though, because the dresses they had mm-hmm. her in were like very couture young people but then when they mm-hmm. pan mm-hmm. to the other scenes it looked like a woman like a shop where like 80 year old women buy their like tracksuits. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> so i was just like i don't feel like they're working with what they have yeah oh, i was just gosh. confused about the setting that didn't make sense to me they brought in a couture guy to be like set up in the back over here show her what you got We'll try to distract from the background. And yeah. that's what they're working with. Because that's on the grounds of the Nima Colon for sure. Yes, um, oh, absolutely. I will say after Rachel tried on her first outfit, as mm-hmm. soon as she comes out, Matt James, he's just he's sitting on the couch and she mm-hmm. comes out and she like even though I don't like Rachel, like I will admit, mm-hmm. she looked gorgeous. And as soon yeah, as she came pretty. out, Matt James's reaction is <laughs> nothing. Just stone face. Wow. <laughs> yeah, no yeah, that's that's, that's his whatsoever. reaction to everything. He just yeah. has no, yeah, nothing, no emotional depth to him. And the fact that they did linger on him for a little bit before he said "wow" is just like, oh, he forgot the word for um, excited exclamation. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, uh, so I look. So she's d- just going through all this. He gets her shoes, and what kind of shoes are they? Red bottoms. She gets. Louboutin shoes, and she's excited. She's never had shoes that cost more than $40. And I only knew Cute. that they were what red bottoms are because mm-hmm. of Cardi B. Cardi B. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. That's the I problem. saw the box, and I knew, and I was like, oh, my gosh. She got, it. like, uh-huh. those are expensive shoes. I would be so, so expensive. I would be so pissed if I was the other girls in the house. Oh, and, well, I mean, they are and they, they aren't. Like, my favorite, yeah. one of my favorite, like, warm moments of the episode is Serena P seeing Rachel walk in with all the stuff and going, you lucky bitch. Like dropping it the most Canadian I've heard. Oh, it's great. Um, I will say so, there's also yeah. a moment where Rachel, she says that line of like, I've never, I've never had a shoe that was over $40. And mm-hmm. then apparently one of my, uh, one of my homies who we always text about bachelor when it's mm-hmm. airing, 
She told me how she saw on Reddit that there was a comment that said, Rachel said she's never had a shoe over $40, but was wearing a dress uh, on a previous night that was over $500. Her family is loaded, so I didn't like her fake humble act. And then my homie, her friend, then Uh like uh, creeped on Rachel's Instagram and found one picture where it was like, oh, I know exactly where you get that dress. That dress is over $40. Oh, they ate sushi at this place. I looked up the menu, and this sushi costs over $40. Okay, but they're doing a lot of work to not talk about shoes. She's still right right now. <laughs> I know. I'm ready. Look, I'm ready to hate on Rachel for those TikToks calling her out for being racist. I'm not ready to hate on her for being like, I'd rather spend $500 on a dress than on shoes. If she's never bought no, more expensive shoes, I still think. You got to get you. I, I am a firm. I, <laughs> it's got to be. <laughs> I will because I'm into sneakers. So I'm just used to like, oh, right, I'm going to pay yeah, like $40 right. for some jeans, but I'm going to pay $200 cash for like the retro one Jordans that I have. Like I'm used to okay. that logic. Yeah. <laughs> See, I can't. I can't wear. I, shoes don't work for me very well. I got massive flat feet, so I can't. Oh, you, oh, yo, I'm flat footed too. <laughs> oh, really? Yeah. How bad? Okay, we gotta talk about this after. Yeah, okay. <laughs> yeah. I'm also they in the them. flat feet gang. Okay, Bria, yeah. what about you? Yeah. No, I'm an archer. <laughs> Boo. Yeah, oh, wait, wait a second. Boo, boo. I have a soundboard ready. I'm not putting that in for this part. I pulled it up too early. Um. They have dinner. They have dinner. It's the one-on-one dinner date. Matt is talking to Rachel. She's like, "Do you like the dress?" He's like, "I love it." Uh, she, he's like, "I, she, I." She's like, "I think you're out of my league." She's not very confident. She puts her walls up. She's talking about this kind of way that she is, and uh, I don't want to push you away. She says, and he says, "You're pushing me away. You're pulling me in." You know what I mean? Which is. I, that's how I would say that, uh, but I, he said it a uh, little bit smooth. I like that. That was cute. But he says, when I'm around you, you don't even have to try to get my attention. You have it. Very telling. Tells me that he really, really likes her. But also, uh, he's kind of just saying, like, I love I love your, uh, your baggage. Like, you know what I mean? She's like, mm-hmm. I'm really bad with this. I have... Uh, really low confidence, uh, this kind of stuff. And he's like, I love that about you. <laughs> like, you're not, are you listening, guy? <laughs> What's happening? You know? Uh, so I, I just thought this date was kind of like, uh, she says she's falling in love with him. He's like, you're not crazy because I feel the same way, um, which is nuts because The Bachelor and Bachelorette, they're not supposed to say stuff like that, like until much later on. Mm-hmm. Um, and so... Anyway, uh, what did you guys think about it? Let's go. Bria, did you have any thoughts on this on this portion of the one-on-one? I was shocked that he, that she was the first girl he said something like that to. I didn't think – I think she, I think she's – like, she's very pretty. She's gorgeous. Right. Obviously, you know, there's issues there. Um, but right. I just still didn't think that she was going to be the first one that got words like that out of him. I thought I didn't think it at all. So I was kind of shocked. Yeah. I was like, what just happened? I didn't – think you guys had that much of a connection like did you really fall in love with her after one day of shopping and then i thought maybe that is real love because if he likes her still and he went shopping with her for a day then like maybe they're really meant to be i don't know but i was confused (laughs) i mean his chemistry with michelle made me feel like she might be might have been the first one to be honest i thought michelle yeah i thought michelle was going to be the first to get something like that out of him so i was very confused iffy what are your thoughts on this part of the date what do you think oh 
I don't know. I I, I feel like I, I I this this part. I was still kind of reeling over losing Victoria. <laughs> I, I fucking. Yeah. I was about yeah. to interject yeah. and say that shit. Yeah, I was. I was, I I was just. I, 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 I was. I was totally out. I didn't. I didn't lock Look, man, back okay in fully grief. till in, uh till we got uh to the, which I can't wait to talk about the kit date. Oh yeah, 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 yeah. I'm okay. not gonna go ahead, but Jesus, there's fuck. not much on the kit date <laughs> happening, so we're gonna get to kit pretty quick. Yeah. Um, so uh, we have the group date. We've got Serena P, Bree, Katie, Piper, Serena C, Ryan, yes, Michelle, yes. Brittany, Maggie, Abigail, Chelsea, Justenia, and MJ. Mm-hmm. And Matt shows up and he's like, well, I'm from Raleigh, Car- North Carolina, and I, <laughs> I worked on a farm. And I guess you can say I'm a country boy. And the only th- thing that came to mind, anytime somebody calls himself a country boy, this is the only thing I think about. Every time. There's no chance. I'm not going to think about Nappy Roots. Oh, no. It's always going to be this song. It's never not going to be this song. It's always going to come up. I can 1,000% confirm that Matt did not think of that song at all. (laughs) He was thinking of some uh, Garth Brooks, sir. He was thinking... You yeah, don't yeah. wear as many turtlenecks as Matt does and think about uh-huh. nappy roots. Like that's not uh-huh. that doesn't happen at all. But here I am. I'm I'm watching him say I'm a country boy, and I'm like, no, you're not. <laughs> there is no chance that you were. There is a chance that maybe you visited a farm in your youth, but you grew up in Raleigh, where I don't think. No, come on, get out of here. Yeah, uh, him saying I, he's a country boy is like me saying, it's like. Like that's like okay. if I say, "Oh, I'm a country boy" because I grew up in a redneck park of, part of Florida. But the most country I get is like when I'm drunk at a bar and Zach Brown Band's "Chicken Fried" starts playing and I lose my shit. Like that's the only country moment I have, and I think that's the same thing with Matt, where he has like one country thing that he does, uh-huh. and because of that he's like, oh, "I'm a country boy." It's like, no, you came from a country <laughs> place, and there's a yeah. reason why you live in the city now. Let's be real. He's like, I have square danced uh, once in my life, and therefore I am country, and that's it. Yeah, I um, know the country. I've I've done the dances. Uh-huh. That's it. And so that's, you know, this group date is on a farm where the women are just meant to work on a farm for the date, and that's all it is. There's a couple games that we don't see until the credit sequence, which I don't understand. I, I think it. Yeah. Oh, that was so go weird. ahead, Maria. Go ahead. No, that was so weird. I was like, did I miss part of the episode? Like, why are they showing this whole game that never was never relevant to the episode? Mm -hmm. Exactly. And looked like way more fun than the rest of the date. And like there are bits like when he tosses an egg to MJ and she catches it, which is important. So I'm going to save it for after. But it did seem like they had some games along with the work. But it started with like, hey, Chelsea, grab a (laughs) grab a pitchfork. Time to move this hay Mm -hmm. over. You're like. No, you're actually gonna have these women pick up shit for a date. Like, yeah, get out of here. And says them this is my fourth group date. Right, no, none of it. Right, they're all working. They're not. Like, what? <laughs> what? And like yeah. another thing too, the fact that they did this date literally right after Rachel got treated to a shopping spree. That's what Serena C says. She says Rachel gets a fairy tale date and we deal with shit. <laughs> uh, MJ's like, this is my fourth group date. I'm not thrilled. Uh, you know, uh, but MJ's not doing any of the work. She's just kind of like, she tries to milk the goat. The guy's like, this goat doesn't like you, which uh, I think they definitely kept in to be like, okay, I guess we, the audience are the goat. We're supposed to be the goat. It looks (laughs) like, um, 
So uh, Katie is like, you know, a group date is about being bold and brave and putting yourself out there. MJ isn't really doing that, but she is getting attention. MJ catches an egg that breaks in her hand, and so she chases Matt. Very playful, very fun. Matt runs right into, like, uh, Piper's on-the-fly talking head situation. And she's like, what, you want to come in this with me? And he's like, yeah. And he just starts making out with Piper. Just, like, going for it. They're mm-hmm. just, they're, they're not letting up for anybody. They're like, no, get both cameras on us now. <laughs> uh, and MJ's like, this is uncomfortable for me. Uh, and tells everybody about it. If you wanted to talk about yeah, this earlier, yeah, yeah, because this, this was this. I don't know what Matt was thinking. <laughs> like, like you know, you were like, like because the maybe it's the way it's cut, but the way it's shot, he is actively being chased by one of his one of the dates on yep. here, and and runs into another, and just allows himself to make out, knowing that there's a huge chance that the the person is still chasing him and it's not even like a peck or a kiss it's a uh-huh. full on make out and i it's was a wild i thing. i truly did feel bad for mj cuz i was like that did put her in yeah. a shitty situation yeah it's, i bet to matt he hasn't even been thinking about mj in that light either she uh, hasn't <laughs> gotten any of that yeah. attention so to him he was kind of like oh fuck piper let me I love Piper. She's great. Let me go give her a kiss. But my thing was like, were they interacting a lot on that date and we just didn't see it? And like, was there some context that would make it make sense? Because to me, I was like, this is like left field. Right. Yeah. I bet they had a couple games we didn't see just like at the credits. We saw that like that goat game where they were like, you have to keep the feed in your buckets and you have to pick stuff up, you know, whatever their game was. But I like the catching an egg thing felt like one of many little games that they yeah. had around the farm. Um, so yeah, I don't know. It just didn't feel like there was much interaction to begin with, but then this is supposed to be the date. Yeah. And I guess they all know that there's a cocktail after, so they're not all butthurt about it, but still, you know what I mean? And like this show, I've always said about this show, like when people are like struggling with the whole, like, Oh, they're dating other people. It's like, well, you go on this show knowing that's, you have 100%. to go on the show knowing that's going to happen. But also at the same time, it's a very real reaction to not be okay 100%. with yeah. like the fact of like, oh, I have feelings for this person and they're kissing someone else. Like, yeah, I would struggle with that immensely too. That's also why like as much as I joke about like, oh, I'll go on The Bachelor. Like I never actually would because emotionally I could never handle I like mean, dating a woman go back. who's... Oh you yeah, you're right. My bad. My, yeah, okay. Thank you. If I would yeah, never yeah. go back uh, on the Bachelor, that's how because it's met. like, oh, I and wouldn't be able to handle like the girl I'm dating is also making out with ten other guys who all have right. abs and I don't. But, like, <laughs> yeah. I think this, in this at scenario, at this, you could have abs. It's a scenario yeah, you know, you're creating. Thank you, you thank you, Iffy. Yes. Thank you. Could I also? Uh, have I still don't forgive you for the Victoria stuff, but thank you. Yeah. I'm here. But I will uh, I bring all this up to say like if you go on this show not having trust issues, you are leaving with so much. Trust. I think oh, wow. I think it's less of trust issues. I think it's just going in and knowing that you are on this long group date and to not take it personal. You know? Right. But it is but that is that does bring up a good point because like if someone isn't like, you know, polyamorous, how do they go into this situation in which they I were know. dating yeah, these multiple people and then you choose one of them and you're supposed to like uh-huh. 
just only be with that one person when you're like, right. But I tasted it. I tasted the, perf- <laughs> the forbidden fruit where I was able yeah, to. Yeah. Yeah. And that's kind of how I want to live my life. And like, I'm waiting for that season to happen. I'm waiting for that to happen at some point where it's like, you know, we talked about it and we kind of like this whole thing. Yeah. It's like, he's, you know, yeah, like he's like that. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I'm waiting for that to happen. This is it's a very polyamorous seasons. show that is exclusively casting mon- incredibly monogamous. The most yeah. monogamous yeah. people yeah, that yeah, could these, exist. Oh, yeah. <laughs> like, the pillars of monogamy are on this show. Are the whole <laughs> deal. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> they yeah, they have a guy come in to give them one ring. And one I mean, ring they literally <laughs> started their first, like, cocktail hour with a prayer which made me <laughs> yeah but that prayer was in front of a vibrator though right so we gotta the prayer i still i'm glad i i blocked it out but you're right that prayer is so, <laughs> so stupid the fact that these guys are all religious and that's like this is what the show is is like you know, I, I don't understand that, but I also am like, it's because America's got some fucked up shit going on. Oh, like, yeah. It's a lot of repression. It is um, it is really funny where it's just like, hey, listen, before I start this journey where I date uh-huh. 20 plus women. Right. Um, making out with I them all slobbering. And making them out with just, all of them. And there's also a vibrator and like a top tier. Uh-huh. I mean, well, I don't know anything about vibrator. It seems like a top tier vibrator. Um, it seems like a quality one. Let's Let's start with with a prayer because I don't start yeah. poly- uh, polyamory until I've invited Jesus to my heart. Yeah. Yeah. So yeah, yeah, yeah. That now. yeah. I know we're, we're going to be multiple people in this, in this uh, group coupling, but Jesus is going to be the first one to join us. Uh, <laughs> let me just put that out there, right there. Make and it that's clear. What I find it so funny when all the girls are like, hey, you know, like I want someone loyal, someone I can trust. And I'm oh, like, right. I'm like, girl, he's, dating 26 other girls in front of you like this is not the start to a loyal trusting relationship not at all unless you know and accept and you're like look but this is happening in front of me and that's the honest thing where you're like this is the honesty is that we're all in on this process and that i can be with one person but i don't think i i i i find it odd that like katie had a talking head and she was like you know it's hard to see these women with matt my matt you know the the ownership of it like the yeah my person my yeah. i'm like that's tough mm-hmm. because like i get being jealous you know we it's it's not a great feeling but it happens and like katie comforting michelle over it because this is her first group date and she's brand new to the show basically yeah been there a week you know it's just interesting to watch that dynamic happening where they're very supportive and kind to each other in that way, but they're all feeling like, why am I out? You know, she's, she could very well be the one to take him away from me, you know, unless, unless you're someone like Serena, Serena C who doesn't seem to have like a real shot. Yeah. Like she is like hanging out. (laughs) Well, even Katie, it's kind of awkward because when she said that, like my Matt, you're like, right out of because you've seen his interactions with all the other girls so you know as a viewer you're like they don't really have a super romantic connection yeah and you feel but that's not stopping me from being like my katie you know what i'm saying shout out to katie how you doing (laughs) no but that's the thing (laughs) they don't realize that sometimes it's super one-sided and he's not nearly as into them and then you're watching them like and it's so awkward That's exactly what happened with Victoria. She thought she had an amazing connection with him, oh, yeah. but he yeah. he would he would like 
kiss her because she hey, asked to. Hey, yeah. watch how you're talking about Iffy's future wife. That's I true. Mean, yeah, that, you can't. You know, kiss we her. we got to see how it goes. You know, we got to see. <laughs> yeah, how yeah, it goes. yeah. We're not we're not making that commitment for yeah, him. Not, yeah, and yeah, you know what? Yeah, if it gets there, right. we'll see. I was making assumptions. Look, that's my bet. Yeah. I'm gonna be honest. I fully I will fully support it if it's the real deal. And and you know I'm I'm not I'm not gonna be out here denying anybody love. I'm not gonna be that guy. <laughs> I will say if this, y'all dated, I would seen, I will thank you because you did <laughs> all of humanity a favor and took her off the market. <laughs> wow. <laughs> Wow, you're gonna say that right to him? <laughs> like, like, you know, I just know he's just it's, there's just hate in his heart right now, Chris Brown. <laughs> you're dealing with it's the a jealousy lot. we're talking yeah, about, you know, because he wants Victoria for he wants his Victoria to himself, <laughs> and you know, he just, wants his queen. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, so what what happens is we go, you know, it's time to, you know, it's it. It's time for the group date. They're all having a talk as they're jumping in. It's time for the cocktail after the uh, after the farm. Brittany said, "I wish the card at least said something like dress for the farm, right?" Yeah. Which is a fair thing to ask for. I'll be honest. Like if I if I was told you're going out on a date and I was like, "Let me get these shoes that I've been saving for something. I want to look good. I want to stand out." And then I show up and it's a farm. I'm like. <laughs> I am not stepping on that grass. There is that is wet, wet grass, and these are out of the box white shoes. You will not get me like this. Like don't, don't, don't treat me like that. I appreciate Brittany saying something like that, and I agree with her. Um, so what happens at the cocktail is Matt uh, pulls uh, Chelsea aside first, and she says in her confessional, like, you know, I told them that I'm awkward with around. I'm I'm awkward with guys, and I'm uncomfortable on these group dates because I always am thinking like, when's it gonna be my turn? And like, I don't know, should I stay back? All this kind of stuff, and that just showed me in that moment uh, that every time that I've made fun of Matt for like basically interviewing a woman after they sit down and have a date and have a conversation, he's like, what can I do to make this better for you, or what can I do to make this a better environment for you? He's actually listening, which I can appreciate. I, I can dig that. I like that. And it showed in this instance, I like that. That made me feel like there's a little bit more to Matt. However, they cut away like pieces of the show, like they edited out his side of the conversation with Chelsea about hair. You know what I mean? Like that is just edited out. Apparently he talked about how he had an afro and when he cut it, like he cut it off and people were like, you know what? It just makes you more approachable and how that's a microaggression, how he dealt with that, that kind of thing. Like that's an interesting conversation to be having on a show that is never had a black bachelor that is finally going to put a black man in the spotlight and is finally going to like give way to these conversations to an audience that is not necessarily exposed to this kind of stuff, and you're just gonna take that away. You're gonna. This is the same point I made last week, but I, I'm still very frustrated by it. But this is another one of those moments where you're like, there is some personality to Matt. There is something to him doing this, and I did appreciate that. So, um, he's talking to the girls, talks to Chelsea. It's kind of, uh, you know, a whatever cocktail until he talks to Abigail. And this one, uh, this one, I had a little bit of a, you know, a moment with Chris. You want to tell us what happened with Abigail? Talk about his conversation with her and uh, at the cocktail about the 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 hearing uh, impairment and so on. Yeah. I mean, What'd you it feel? was it was it was it was sweet. Like I was one, I was excited to finally you know see Abigail get some screen time. Um, yeah. 
love Abigail. She, I mean, even Agreed. though she's a registered Republican, you know, it's, it's got to hear it's both tough, sides. But tough pill. Um, you tough know pill. what? Iffy, she's she's my Victoria. How about that? Mm. There you go. Yeah, okay. our our Victoria. Yeah, yeah. Okay, <laughs> Uh, but yeah, I, I thought it was really sweet that she was able to finally, you know, get that moment of like having some screen time and like t- getting to talk to Matt. And I know she right. was, uh, she got to voice kind of like, it was a really kind of sweet conversation that just like, she was just like, yeah, my dad left because he couldn't handle his kids being deaf with first off the fuck kind of right. deadbeat dad is out of all well, right after the they got cochlear implants too where like they can hear like yeah they, it's sure which that, is like know. i mean don't get me wrong i i like the dad like i get it you want eight hours of sleep like who doesn't but like you can't ditch your family because they're deaf like you just just be like yeah. i don't want to be your dad like don't 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 blame this yeah. on the hearing like that's yeah either either be a real one be a real g and be like i don't want to raise you Mm -hmm. or raise the kids like don't don't give us this half-ass i don't know how to raise you because you're deaf shit don't do that yeah also i was confused that was the first i heard that right she had never mentioned that before right Right. her dad leaving okay i was she mentioned being deaf uh, yeah no no i knew that her family being yeah her dad leaving because of getting the cochlear implants i was thought that that would have come up way sooner because that's yeah. a really important point right yeah. well i mean it, it would highlight the fact that she's like insecure about the disability or like you know there's some baggage with that and she also addresses it like i don't want to make my hearing impairment like a, a baggage thing i don't want that to be the thing mm-hmm. but there is like a very, very, very big chance that if I have kids, they're going to be deaf. And that's, and I don't want to disappoint you. She says it like that, which I was like, that was a heartbreaking moment to say like, I don't want to disappoint somebody by giving you somebody just like me, which is gut wrenching. It's so, it's such a, what a moment, right? Um, And this is another example of what the show does, which is the trauma bonding thing, Mm -hmm. which is, which comes back to Matt really responding to women, showing the side of them that is hurt or insecure or needs him to quote unquote protect. That's where his eyes light up most of the time, except with Michelle, which again, she's the one to me in this case. But um, Abigail ends up with the date rose uh, because of this conversation and because she was vulnerable and opened up about it. And uh, yeah, it's it's like it it was a very tough conversation but honestly i i appreciated her for saying it and i i felt like you know there, there was a heart to it and uh i i appreciated her for being that vulnerable but man what a tough time to be like i'm afraid to disappoint you for who i am and who like a part of me that i'll pass on mm-hmm. just something to live with it's very difficult and uh very interesting compelling television you know what i'm saying um, reminding you that this is a TV show, by the way. Um, so that said, she gets the rose. Uh, MJ and Jasenia get into it at the cocktail party. They start talking about, you know, uh, Matt pulled me aside, and uh, MJ's like, "Well, I'm I'm being told that I'm part of the toxicity here in the group." Uh, Matt just told me about how like there's some girls. throwing my name around and how it was like i'm the one that you know talked about old uh, old girls versus new girls kind of thing and uh and then she comes right out 
back to the girls and she says, so what's the deal? I've always led by example. I only preach love and harmony. So who wants to fucking uh, uh, fight, you know, which is so funny. Um, <laughs> and uh, yeah, so she Jasenia pipes up and says, well, I'm the one if you want to fight, fight somebody. Uh, I'm the one that let him know that you coined the JV varsity thing, which first off, love, love the fact that just uh, MJ was just like, well, whoever sni- whoever snitched on me, I just want to let you know I led by example. And Justinia was like, all right, I'm gonna pull up. Yo, yeah. it was me. Square up. Yeah. Let's do this. I'm, I'm right. not hiding. And and Justinia is part of the like old guard too, right? She's she's yeah. Right. See, mm-hmm. and that, I think that's what confused me the most about this is they went immediately like Justinia seemed to preemptively do what everyone kind of did after the whole like Anna situation, which is like act like they're friends with the new girl as if all of them together weren't like, fuck these new women. And now she's like, well, I just thought it was weird. And I was like, okay, you, you got to get clapped because that was a fuck well, move. There were some women that did not engage with the junior vars- uh, the junior v- JV versus varsity thing. Like, there are, were some women who didn't engage with it, but also didn't speak up at the mm-hmm. time. Exactly. And I think that, that was, was in the, the background. Issue. Mari yeah. was also in the background. There were some women who just did not speak up, which is also a problem. Like, I can definitely agree with that. But I think Jasenia was not one of the... She was one of the ones that was bothered by it, just like Katie was, who would, like, maybe look over and, you know, be like, this is kind of fucked, right? Um, but she was not one to engage with that rhetoric. So okay. it is, like, fair to see that be a part of the consistency because the ones that were mainly involved with it, like the big the big um, JV Varsity folks were Anna, Victoria, Kit, MJ, Serena C played into it a little bit, but, mm-hmm. you know, like a sidekick kind yeah. of. And those are the main players in that situation that were, like, really vocal about it that we could see for sure we're supportive of it. Um, but the other stuff was just kind of like skating by. And I feel like Jacenia was not comfortable to begin with, especially seeing a fellow pageant queen get her crown snatched, uh, which I, um, I mean, yeah, anyway, that's, that's a whole other thing. But Jacenia speaks up to MJ. She says, you know, uh, you know, I, you lead by example, like very sarcastic. Um, <laughs> It's a whole thing. They fight it out, and then it's time for Kit to get the one-on-one date card, and uh, Abigail gets the rose. Just recapping what's on my sheet here, and now it's time for Iffy. This, you take it away. This is Kit's one-on-one. Ooh. Talk about it. Okay. Tell me what you're this this was already weird from the jump for me because yes. like at the at the beginning she's like you know. I think he's going to cook for me. And I told him that, you know, that's how I connect with it. My mom is cooking. So if he's doing that, oh my gosh, I think I'm in love with him. And of course, Mm -hmm. that's what he's doing because the producers reminded him that that's something she said. And just like they gave him an orchid for Marilyn. (laughs) Yeah. 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 And so, so, so like he does it. And like all they do is like, cook a meal together and like eat but she makes it so heavy it truly goes back to what we were saying about how <laughs> people put so much more onto it even though it's not reciprocal right. where like it really seems like matt has the same energy like across the dates like the only time you could tell if he cares or not is sometimes at the end he'll be like i really like this one and i could see yeah. me bending down and 
proposing to her. And I was like, cool, but you said that like three or four times already. Yeah, yeah. he said it about Rachel. Yeah, he yeah. said it about uh, uh, Michelle. He said it about Abigail. Yeah. Like, he said it about like, a couple girls. It's so funny because so many friends have wanted to do like, who do you think is going to win? I was like, I genuinely can't tell because this is a cardboard piece of paper of like, you know, like I'm, I'm, I'm not a bachelor <laughs> dude, but I was a big, I love New York, uh, Flavor of Love, you know, all of the VH1's uh, age. Uh -huh. And you can see who, you can tell the who those people are into because you'll see like oh you got a little more energy on these dates and i'm pretty right. sure it's about the same for bachelor but for for matt nothing just dead ass right. just pay, across the board like he truly it makes him infuriating for bachelor pools which yeah. are a thing yeah oh yeah no my friends tried to get me to join one yeah. <laughs> I mean, we'll we'll get you involved in a in a couple next season too, because this is yeah. not the season that this is a season to lose money on. I'll tell you what. Uh, yeah. So you, you were saying like Kit's energy on this, it just feels one sided. Oh right? yeah, she's she feels like to her this is like a a romantic, beautiful date, and it was so right. funny too because. <laughs> <laughs> because he but like that moment where she, where he was like uh yeah this could be a life and she was like this could be our life and he was like what uh -huh. she's like no our life <laughs> uh -huh. yeah uh. well there when she was just like i wanted to say i'm falling in love with you and he was he basically like he didn't say it back he said it <laughs> to rachel but he yeah. didn't say it back to kit and like Kid, I, my heart goes out to her because, uh, like, she's she's twenty one. She doesn't know better. Uh -huh. So yeah. like, she's twenty one, and what does she know about life? Like, she, you know, she she's had opportunities, but you know, those opportunities were clouded with all the red carpets and gold Bentley. <laughs> oh uh, my yeah, god! Yeah, she spent five to ten minutes being like, oh. "Listen here, you broke bitches." Yeah, <laughs> uh -huh, yeah. I know luxury. Oh, Bria wants to talk. Get it? Oh, get it? Tell us gosh. what you're thinking. No, just like. When she she was like, Matt's making me dinner. I was like, he doesn't have to leave the house. Don't you see how this is like an ideal uh -huh. date for him? Like this is not, <laughs> literally he's doing the bare minimum. Like the bar uh -huh. is on the floor and you're just impressed that this guy's cooking for you? Like, yeah. uh -huh. well, he's, he's the sous chef even. She's, yeah. yeah. She, yeah. So, so yeah, you're basically yeah. cooking your own dinner in this guy's uh -huh. house. Mm -hmm. And I, I just... I felt, yeah, it was awkward. I felt bad. And then when she was talking about her mom and how she was like, I've grown up in the spotlight. I was like, who are you? Like, I genuinely am not uh -huh. being rude. You're not famous. I know who her mom is. Her mom is a famous right. designer, but I had never, yes. ever heard of her. I don't think she really grew up as much in the spotlight as she's mm -hmm. putting on. I mean, her mom would bring her to events is what it is. So, like, her mom would always have her around. And also, like... Um, his, uh, here's the thing her mom's podcast that she does with Kit uh, got really popular for a little bit and that's why she's like well I'm in the public eye Oh, okay. well I was going to say she grew up in the spotlight the same way the fourth Jonas brother grew up in the spotlight in the sense where you're like hold on there's a fourth Jonas brother like in that sense of like you knew the designer but then you're like well hold on she had a daughter the, yeah, been a exactly. This whole time, that's yeah. that's her spotlight. <laughs> and I also Jesus. think because he's just a normal guy, because he hasn't previously been on a season of The Bachelor, I don't really think that that's like a way to connect. Like that's so unrelatable. Mm -hmm. You're basically just showing him how unrelatable you are, <laughs> and hoping that he falls in love with that. And it's confusing. It's not a good strategy. Like, 
But you, they're going to have a career, joint career of being influencers. And yeah. that's what they're aiming for. I will say her, when she's Brett, I don't think she was in like purposely trying to brag of like, no. I know go Bentley's and stuff. I think the way the angle she was coming from was like that movie, Richie Rich, where the kids just like, all I know is wealth, but I just want friends like poor people. And like she just that's all she knows. So that's how she thinks you react where you're just like, oh, my God, do you have your house servant? Oh, I mean, sorry, uh, your 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 uh, your butler. Do you have your butler uh-huh. uh, get uh-huh. you stuff? It's like I don't even like I have to clean and pay for everything. I don't know. Yeah. I don't have Ours a is called Douglas. Is that anything? Do uh, you have a Douglas? Sir Douglas. OK. Uh-huh. <laughs> Honestly, like I. There is a an isolation that happens when you're like corralled by your rich parents and traveling a ton or like moving a lot as a kid. That does happen and I feel like that would lend itself to putting up walls and stuff. But you are you've been living steady in a, in like New York right now for a couple years. You are famous in your world. You are talking to folks like sure there's going to be this mistrust at first of being like maybe they're only after me for this mm-hmm. like the cloud or whatever, but I get where she's coming from a little bit. What I don't get is that, like, it's to the extent that she's trying to project it. Yeah. You know what yeah. I mean? It's also it's, after Abigail literally just, like, I know announces and, to Matt, her potential partner, that there's a chance if she has children, they'll be deaf. And it's a very honest moment that she had. Right. And then Kit is trying to like cry because she was too rich when she was growing <laughs> yeah. up and it, it, and she can't relate to people because of it or something. It, it, just, it is very oh, funny. It was such that. a contrast. And I was like, this is not, mm-hmm. yeah. I'm sorry, but Matt this is not. Matt and Abigail bonding over absentee fathers and then Kit being like, weren't you also rich like me and Papa and Mama? <laughs> like, I, like for example with me because i grew up i grew up with a single mom and broke as shit so because of that like for myself personally if i'm on a date with someone and they're talking about their childhood and stuff and they grew up like with a wealthy childhood or just their childhood says oh y'all didn't know struggle like you didn't you didn't know like you you were like you never heard oh run the dishwasher do you want to pay the water bill like you've never been told shit like that before like you've (laughs) never been told uh, we have food at home. Like you've, you've never heard that in your life. Right. Uh, and like, whenever I'm on a date with someone like that, I'm just like, Oh, this isn't going to work out because I, cause when you grow up struggling, you still have that struggle mentality of like, Oh, you know what? I had a Ziploc bag that didn't get dirty. So I'm going to reuse it. Like, I'm not going to throw mm-hmm. it away. Like you don't have that struggle mentality. And in that moment, like, I feel like if I was on a date with Kat, Kit, she would just be like, yeah, you know, growing up, my dad would just take us to like, um, uh, what's a, what's a, uh, what's a fucking, like I, some Euro- I thought you were going to say my dad would just take a handful of Ziploc bags unused <laughs> and throw them away. <laughs> yeah, yeah. My dad would just take Ziploc bags and throw them away after sneezing on them. Uh, no. <laughs> Why do you have to sneeze on them? I was going to say like, oh, you would take us to countryside Paris for our summer vacation. I'll be like, yeah, one time my mom, brother and I went to Atlanta. Like <laughs> we, we live two different worlds, lady. Yeah, yeah. yeah. We, we, we're not connecting and we won't. <laughs> we went to Orlando once. <laughs> that's like, that's what I we mean, did. Yeah. Yeah. That's that's right next door to you. That's like a town over, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was it was abroad. <laughs> it was it was. Yeah. See, that's enough. But I agree. I feel like. This just felt like out of, 
I don't know. Kit's just spends a lot of time. It feels like she's got a life ahead of her where she's going to have to learn to not want to prove herself so much. Yeah. Cause, or like do that kind of bragging in that way. Yeah. Where like you get, I guarantee she grew up around a lot of adults that called her mature for her age, and like Definitely. she is. There's no chance she's gonna date anybody mi- below five years older than her, and like that's what like I can guarantee that. Um, but I mean, they connected enough for Matt to give her the rose, and so she's safe for another week. We're gonna see her, but uh, then we cut to the um, the the pre rose ceremony cocktail. Right before everybody's gonna get ready, we 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 see Chelsea go. Uh, I hope nothing weird happens at the rose <laughs> ceremony, because this will be the third one where I don't get to talk to him. <laughs> and then they get a last date card that says, "MJ Jasenia, we gotta get to the bottom of this." <laughs> and that's just the shittiest two-on-one, just like Noah and Bennett. Matt wants to get to the bottom of it, and they are icy. They are just glaring at each other. They are dressed up mj's wearing like a blazer dress which is honestly uh mia texted me she was like oh does she still think paula abdul is popular uh and uh that that sums up the outfit to me mj says uh well you guys wanted to see me fight grab your popcorn nobody wanted to see you fight (laughs) i don't know where you're getting that information no one said that once yeah She's also, like I big love how when hair, they... big hoops, <laughs> energy. Like, yeah, what? she had a lot of sayings. Yeah. She was just throwing out harmony. one-liners. <laughs> she's getting ready to launch those T-shirts when she's gone. And like uh, when they, when they walked in the car together, and just and just the complete silence oh, was the silence. funniest shit. Because I know for a fact, so if funny. I was Justinia in that moment, I would just be like, "Love your earrings." <laughs> yeah. <laughs> You're like, so you you think. Weather's nice. Like, just <laughs> do yeah, something yeah. to break the silence. They were fact. They didn't even look at each other. Oh, nothing, man. They should have shown more of that. But Jasenia's got that pageant queen background. So, she, you know that she, like... That's true. Like, she could keep it together that way. She knows way. how I'm, to keep I'm, it cordial. Yeah. I Or at least knows that, like, she can for a little while. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Um, so, they get to where they're having the two-on-one. They... They show they have their, their bags. They put their bags up against the wall and like look at each other like they're going to fucking war. That was so fucking funny. It yes. was so, fu- so funny. It, it was great. Bria, what, what else are you thinking? Has that ever happened before? Is that something that it they has show? happened? Okay. That they show like the bags, like they bring it. But this was the first time that I felt the energy be like, oh, they might just like fight. Yeah, when I was they like, are they going to duel on the other side of this? <laughs> they <laughs> might as well. They might are as we well. Are we doing another boxing match? <laughs> and I, I mean, <laughs> yeah, Serena P somehow gets punched in the throat again, but she's not even there. <laughs> uh, uh, so, you know, MJ sits down. Jasenia's across from her on another couch. MJ starts talking about Jasenia being fake and awful. She goes on and on and on. Jasenia says, are you done? And MJ says, yes, I'm done. And Jasenia starts talking about a sentence and a half in. MJ's like, you know what? I'm not going to listen to you. And it's just, uh, it just really makes me feel like we know who's going to win this fight. Uh, Jasenia is also reminding her that, you know what? It's also that you lied to Matt. 
that's also a big deal. And I don't think you understand that how big of a deal that is going to be to him. And she's like, well, you, you know, we're going to, I lead by example and I am a harmony lover and I love harmony and I harmonize with my love and my hair and my hoops are big and this blazer's big and I won't take it. Jasenia. you're toxic, not me toxic, you know, just like really yeah. going on and on. And she's just wrong, man. It doesn't I mean, she, feel no, like... No, Jasenia is the wrong one. Jasenia is 100% wrong. Tell me she's about it. She's so Tell in discourse by, like, going and, and trying to snitch off of, like, some lightweight shit off of a, like, remark that was, like... It, it really was, like, that was when it was so clear that everyone's leapfrogging off of this snitch thing. Because okay. it's like, oh, you're snitching because she made a JV remark? What? Like, like one, the the whole thing, I could definitely see where Christopher is coming from, where it's like, yeah, you know, if that ain't your homie, what are you talking about? But you're really going to yeah. be trying to be pressed over a JV varsity remark, which like it makes sense thematically. And like, it's not it wasn't it was just set off. No, you were just trying to snitch and get her taken off. And I hope you get booted next episode for even trying this bullshit. And then MJ's okay. on this weird defensive. And you got to especially from MJ's producer, one Thought she had the good strategy to hang out with uh, with Matt by being all chickeny and scared on the uh-huh. farm, and then chases him Amen. to see him make out with another person. Comes back to the house, is accused, and then jumped, which is my biggest pet peeve. When two people are having an argument, and then some other person starts chiming in and be like, "Well, it does seem like you're deflecting." Shut the fuck up! No one's talking <laughs> to you right now. No one is talking to you. This is an A and B conversation. See, why are you even sitting there? You had nothing to say when we started. And now you're trying to, you smell blood and you're trying to jump in. And now I'm the defensive one because I'm coming at both y'all next. Because, you know, anyway, MJ. I mean, there have been enough moments of MJ in a group setting saying something or doing something that not only highlighted the separation between the new and the old, but also like intimating that it is bad to be a new person. It is the conversation leading for her to be, well, okay. I mean, that's not their fault. They're new. They're held out by the producers. Like it's their fault. It's something that they're, they're responsible for. I think that's part of the problem is that they're frustrated that they're, you know, they're in this competition and their numbers are up. You know what I mean? Mm. And so it's frustrating to have to deal with that. And that's a whole, that's the competitive element in here. But I don't think that they're correct for making this like JV varsity thing. And I, I know that she's not the only one that highlighted the situation, but she was one of the five top people going at it and like saying it all the time, clinging to it pretty heavy at the rose ceremony being like, Come on, just let the varsity stand in front. You know what I mean? It's like, what's it matter that you stand in front? It's not them picking. Producers pick the order. Katie and Victoria would not have stood next to each other if producers had not told them, you, you, stand next to each other. She just called you a disgusting bitch off on this side of the house while you were talking to Matt. You get to know that she's she might be going home, so you get to look smug over here. You know what I mean? So, like, it's producers happening the whole way down. I don't see this as being, like, I think that MJ was wrong to be so adamant on the varsity JV thing. I don't think she's wrong in feeling that way because that's how she was manipulated into the situation by the producers. That said, her handling Jasenia. Going about it totally fucked up. You don't pop off in the bachelor house 
and get off scot-free. Like, you're not about to... Just like when they preview Serena C and Katie on the next episode where they do the preview at the end, they show them uh, arguing. They're not sticking around long. And in fact, Katie, call me. You know what I'm saying? So, like, I think... I think what we have is like a, a situation that I don't think either of them are sticking around. And I think that producers are at play way more here. It's like, man, it's like um, poor people getting mad at each other and not and f- completely forgetting that they're in a situation because somebody at the top, like, changed the, changed the rules on them. And, or it's like... It's a crabs in the bucket mentality. And mm. that's, that's what's happening here. And I feel like neither of them are going to be sticking around very long. I don't think Jasenia's going far. I don't think he's into her as much as, like, we originally thought he might be. Yeah. And MJ, he ran away from her when it would have been a perfect opportunity to get smooched by her and instead ran to Piper to go get some makeout. <laughs> you know, so it feels like this was bound to happen with her leaving and then Jasenia opened her mouth, and it's not great. Okay, so... I, I don't think I'm not with you on this, but I understand where you're coming from. Well, that's Thoughts. the thing too. Like they, the girls get so mad at the other girls and it's like, it's the producers that brought them in these girls. It's not their, it has nothing to do with them. And also yeah. I think with MJ and her mentality, like just because you're one of the varsity quote unquote people uh-huh. doesn't mean Matt's going to fall in love with you. He's going to fall right. in love with the person he falls in love with. So exactly. doesn't matter how much you feel about him. He might not. <laughs> she could have been a new it. girl. Yeah, right. exactly. Just because she could have like, been one of the five. Totally. So it's just like all this misdirected anger. And it's just because they can't control the situation because they realize, yeah oh, this other person is going to start having feelings for people that aren't me, and then they go on the attack, and that's where they go wrong. I bring this up often, but do you guys remember watching Jerry Springer? you guys remember Jerry bringing out somebody and being like, well, you're here today because you're dating this girl, right? And he's like, yeah, I'm dating this girl. It's like, and you you have something to tell her, right? And he's like, yeah, I cheated on her, and I feel like I should come clean. And so... They bring out his girlfriend. They're like, okay, you know, I love you very much. And here are some flowers, but I do have something to tell you. And like, she's shocked that it's happening because why else would she be brought to Jerry Springer? But she's somehow shocked. Well, I cheated on you with someone we know. And then they're like, well, she's here. And then the two women fight each other when the betrayal or like the, the, the motion, the thing that sets this anger in motion is the guy. The producers are the guy, new girls, old girls, are the two women in the situation. Mm-hmm. Um, and that's what I that's what I feel like is happening. We can't forget that the the enemy is really production. <laughs> yeah. yeah. This As is it true. Usually is. This is true. Yes. Yeah. And um, I understand why they're reacting that way. It's cuz Oh yeah. You know, they're so manipulated and isolated that they just create these fantasy scenarios in their head. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah, yeah, 100%. Like, like we keep talking about the one-sidedness of some relationships, and like that's a big deal. But that's the episode, guys. How, uh, overall, we're gonna, we're gonna, I'm gonna outline the rest of the podcast so we know what's coming. Uh, we we do uh, two things at the end. I would like to uh, add a third thing really quickly. I love overall impressions of the episode. We'll go in an order. I'll just call you out. Overall impressions of the episode. We'll talk about who you think might win, or maybe like your top four. So like, who's going to hometowns? And then we award a rose and a thorn. So who gets your rose for this episode? Uh, And it can be somebody for just like standing out or for saying something funny. And who gets your thorn? Who is a big problem this episode? Who do you think 
is not uh, contributing to the environment in a positive manner or in a way that you like. And so let's go ahead and uh, start with uh, Ify. What'd you think of this episode? Ooh, this episode was a good one. I'm glad, right. you know, Agreed. I'm glad this is the one. Uh, whoa! Okay, sorry. I'm oh, no. This, explosive- this happened live? This this is this is happening live because I went to go look up the names so I can properly name the Thorms. And the first article when I look up The Bachelor is Bachelor Matt James on the easy decision to send Victoria Larson home. And he said, and he said, I had no words for her. Wow. Uh, wow. I'm going to uh, read that people articles soon. Anyway. <laughs> I'm going to read that too. Especially yeah. since Matt also, Matt James, not a good person. Uh, your friends are on TikTok body shaming Victoria and... All you have to say is off the TikTok and off camera that she wouldn't even look at you. You know what I mean? And yeah. that's not defending a person. Have a little bit more integrity, buddy. You're first. Welcome to the public eye. Okay. I know. Anyway. It's, yeah. It's yeah. He's he's bad. I mean, I I have I have fan theories about Matt James and his interests uh-huh. in these women or women at all. Period. Because there are a few Ooh. there are a few TikToks where I'm like, okay, okay, I see. Because it looks like he, I don't know. Uh, okay. You, just, look, okay. you know, I, I, I support we'll all sexuality. He could be theory. definitely be bi, but like ABC uh-huh. wouldn't let that come out because, you know, we've no. already discussed Black that. And bi? I mean, that's Whoa. a banger. That's a banger pitch. Honestly, you know, like that would that's, be a great make pitch. that, that would bachelor, make, you know, but, but that's well, when it moved Demi to MTV. Paradise, who Demi came out as bi on Paradise. Right. But how long did they last? That was how just long, one thing. How long did they last after that? While they ended up get, she ended up getting yeah. uh, uh, engaged to. A girl. Okay, all right. Well, that's yeah. tight. That's that's tight. Okay, so maybe they're all ready for their first. But it, <laughs> but we have to remember that uh, Demi is a, a tiny, uh, blonde white lady, ah. uh, and and <laughs> one uh, step forward, two steps back. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Uh, so. Uh, overall impressions of the episode. It was a doozy. Oh, yeah. it's a good oh, one. oh, it was a solid episode. This is the episode that I definitely wanted to be on a podcast to talk about. Multiple, yeah. multiple cuts, heavy coming in. Matt, yeah. of course, once again, least interesting part of the episode. Everyone else, the spice goes up <laughs> Every time. because there was, and I will say, there was a moment when Victoria was getting kicked off that I was like damn, well, if she's off, then what's going to... Psych? Nope, it's going to be even messier when she's gone. Because now no one's not just like zeroing on Victoria because she's like very obviously antagonistic. Uh Now you see everyone's dark side come out and the claws are coming out. Uh, It is very interesting. Yes. Uh, But uh, I will give my rose to, um, to someone who I think is probably one of the top contenders who always is backseated by the producers because I have an inkling that this person might be boring, which we'll find out as we get deeper, which is Maggie. Uh, uh-huh. Maggie. You're say Victoria. No. <laughs> no, I'm going to say Maggie. I'm a, I'm, yeah. Victoria is no longer eligible. I'm going to keep it. I'm going to keep it right. Uh, uh-huh. Maggie, I, I feel like she she's beautiful she's great she seems interesting but i think she's having a hard time keeping up 
with the camera's eye because she's not interested in any of the bullshit. She's just no, like she's too good she, for she's, the show. There, yeah, they, that's why they had to be like, well, let's just strand her in this pumpkin so it seems like she's kind of quirky. But other yeah, than that, let's she's, give her a laugh. It and something something must be happening because she always does end up with a rose. She she's never like any of the other nameless girls who like you pan to and go, oh, I forgot you were on the show. Like uh-huh. like Matt's like, no, I see you, but I gotta you know do this yeah. stuff. The thorn. I I get that. I yeah. get that. That's a that's a great pick. Oh, thank you. Your thorn yeah. for the episode. Oh oh man, my 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 thorn is of course going to Jacinia's messy ass snitches ah! get thorns and and you ain't slick you because if I truly felt like honestly there's been times like when people come at came at Victoria I'd be like yeah that's real but nothing about Jacinia trying to come out toward for MJ. <laughs> feels real it truly does feel oh. like someone who's trying to just take a piece off the board and mj was an okay. easy target because mj him, herself is like very 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 <laughs> very himself. very 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 lightweight messy and because of that uh yeah. has a huge target on her back okay all right. And who do you think are going to be the final four? Do you have an idea who you think are going to make it the hometowns? Oh, man. I think, uh, I think, honestly, I, I, here's the thing. And I'm going to give my whole, I always have to give the whole preamble before I say this. Because okay. I felt like Matt James was not going to be the type to try and stand with a black woman with a fade. I didn't know Chelsea uh-huh. is going to last as long as she did. Then I knew she she really secured that rose when she talked about her plight as a black woman with a fade. And I was like, there's uh-huh. no way, there's no way you don't give that person a rose. You will, you you won't survive. So I think she's yeah. going to make it. I think she's going to make it further than we think. Hometowns, because okay. I think top four is going to be, there's going to be one black person no matter what and we're about to see in the next coming week the black uh bachelorettes drop like flies and chelsea is i think going to be the one he keeps to last uh okay till, till mm-hmm. uh i i truly before this i would have said kit but i'm gonna say no on kit because after that uh-huh. yeah that date was after tough. that after that that whole dinner situation yeah that's not gonna work uh-huh. uh I mean, that date with Rachel, though, like, also, that's, that was the thing I was talking about with Kit, because Rachel was the one that had the, like, Cinderella-type carriage right. joint. Right, yeah, yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, yeah, how could you see that and be happy with this home date? Like, she had the carriage joint. <laughs> so I think I think Rachel's going to be up there for sure. Um, right. Definitely, that's a, that's a major bet. Um, there's so many, and I'm trying not to, like, on the page, they all look pretty much the same uh um sorry which we were just talking about the um who's the one with the hearing impairment abigail yeah definitely a top four hands down she yeah she's gonna make it uh because she's gonna be able to use that that story a few more times and gonna secure because i've I've, i'm learning the bachelor you use your sad stories (laughs) to secure that rose you get matt in a one-on-one you bring your sad story up yep and, and you secure that rose and uh, and getting <laughs> <laughs> into the strategy element here. Oh yeah, there is a strategy. I'm starting to see it all play out too. I'm starting to see. Uh, and I think beyond that, I think Maggie might make it too. Oh really? I think Maggie's going to be surprising when that makes it, and we're going to find out something about Maggie uh, oh. in the last in the last few. 
So that's the final four for if uh, uh, Bri- Bria. Tell us about your impressions of the show, Rosenthorn top four. What yeah, I loved I love this episode. Like mentioned, yeah. this was the first episode where I started to see the strategy and I really started to see the competitive like game aspect of it. So that's why I thought it was such a good one. Also, I love mm-hmm. this episode because Victoria leaving was not the most exciting thing that happened. Yeah. That's how good of an episode <laughs> right. yeah. it was. Right. Right? Uh, like we've you're been like, waiting yeah. For it. Yeah, Victoria left, but also like five other things happened. So I thought it was great in that sense. I'm so glad as well that this was the one I got to talk about. Um, Okay, my thorn, I think, goes to MJ just because... I know. I'm so sorry. I just uh, don't. I was like about to. I was about how... to follow you on tw- Twitter, Brian. I'm, taking, I'm, I'm rescinding. I'm rescinding that follow. Okay, this is my thing. I just don't like how defensive she got. Like when she was saying to Senya, like, "Okay, I'm done," and then kept going. I was like, "Oh, clearly this yeah. really has bothered you, and clearly you feel like you need to be on the defense." And I do mm-hmm. think that she kind of made an environment that wasn't necessarily the friendliest. Um, and I just think that she, I think I was mostly disappointed in her cause I did really like her before and Agreed, I wanted yeah. her to go far and I thought she would go far, but I think that this is, it sucks that this is why it has to end for her. Like the journey has to end. Cause I was rooting right. for her. Um, Agreed, yeah. So yeah, I think my, uh, I think my Rose goes to ryan i really oh yeah i really enjoyed their conversation and i did find that it was like a moment where matt did seem to be like genuine um i i don't know i thought that she brought out something uh nice in him and i i don't know I, i i i see something there that's shocking to me because to me i i like i Ryan is one of the most forgettable contestants on this season. And she had that conversation about Victoria calling her a hoe. And I can't remember her being in the episode whatsoever afterwards. So like, that's why it's surprising to me. And I would love to, I'm, I'm interested in, I might even just rewatch this episode to see if there was more. Cause I like that you picked her. Yeah. That's very cool. Um, and then my final four, I think, uh, Brittany, I think, um, do I want to say, I don't want to say, I don't think Kit, no. I thought maybe no. before. Brittany, Michelle, Right, Ryan, before we thought maybe Kit, but. Yeah, Ryan and um, I think Maggie. Did, did we have the exact wow. same top four? No, no Ryan no. is not in that top. Ryan, no. okay, okay. Yeah. Um, yeah, I also love Maggie. I have such a soft spot for her. I think she's so gorgeous. I want to see she's, more of her so genuine i think she i think she could totally be a surprise at the end but i do agree that she's way too good for the show yeah she mm-hmm. screams a friend of hers applied for her like they <laughs> yeah. recommended her yeah there's no way in hell maggie is a previous example i used drama. and once again i forget her name and it's and it's incredibly disrespectful that i don't remember her name but oh. george clooney's wife that's oh, that's Amal. what maggie Amal. is where like both Amal and Maggie are both absolutely phenomenal women. You're going to read about Maggie in some sort of Nobel Peace Prize thing later on in life. And just the guy that they're dating is just nowhere in Known for being pretty. So I think the reason... <laughs> I think the reason she... Very like, reductive about Clooney, but... Yeah. 
I think the reason she's math. not featured though is she seems like a secure, level-headed person mm-hmm. like she literally oh, seems yeah. like someone with healthy emotions and mm-hmm. so i think the producers have realized oh we have this really stable good genuine person but we can't get any like drama out of them so mm-hmm. they can't factor I mean... in the season as much as <laughs> as you know people would actually want to see her because i would love to see her more mm-hmm. i bet there's a producer on the show who has like nightly conversations with their spouse like breaking down because they're maggie's handler and they're like I don't know. My bonus depends on this. I just can't get her to engage. Like she won't, she won't like engage with Victoria calling her stuff. Like, well, uh, it, it was leaked you know. uh, online that apparently, is this a spoiler? We're a no spoiler this podcast. Spoiler. This is okay. not a spoiler, but I remind <laughs> you about our podcast. Yeah, you remind uh, <laughs> a former, a former producer did, did mention that the producers do get payouts. If certain contestants, like wait really yeah Yeah. there's a lot of dirty like it's obvious there's manipulation but there's a lot more levels to the manipulation than people think and apparently Mm. yeah there's payouts like i guess like bounties of just like oh i i got paid actually i got a bonus because so-and-so kept moving on so the whole bonus thing with maggie and dad produce that might actually be a real thing I think there's like a bonus if somebody leaves on a blowout. There's a bonus if somebody gets like there's like an episode that needs to be built around them. I think that there's something there, but I and I wouldn't be surprised. But mm. I digress. Uh, it is time for Chris. Your uh, your we do this every week, so maybe our top fours might have shifted. What do mm-hmm. you think about this episode? Tell me. So right off the bat, loved it. Uh, I right. loved the incredible amount of justice right off the bat, just uh-huh. kicking out just Anna and kicking yeah. out uh, Iffy's style. future wife. I think it was just absolutely amazing. <laughs> Again, you're committing Iffy. <laughs> you were not. <laughs> uh, I think it was amazing. And then, like, yeah, the, the farm group date sucked, but it was just amazing to see Abigail get that screen time. And then overall, right. just the cat, the kid, the kid date was just I mean, funny to me. And yeah. I think I didn't really think about it. Of just like, not only did she come to his place, but then she cooked the food. Right. And then she was stoked. Like she that, was so that was happy. just straight up. Uh, that the whole date was a, Hey, you up. And then uh-huh. on their way to the guy's place, the girl's like, I'm going to also get his favorite ice cream. Cause I know he likes it. And the dude's just like, look, I'm just trying to smash. And that's it. Like she shows up. It's like one of those dates where you show up wearing like jeans and a nice shirt and all that. And he's just wearing sweats. Like that's basically what that date uh-huh. was spiritually. That's what that date was. Um, mm. Really like this episode. But he Very- cleaned. He cleaned before she came. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right. My bad. My bad. He cleaned for her. Uh, uh, my rose uh, is going to go to Abigail. I loved seeing okay. her be able to. And like I could tell, too, like I understand that Matt gets the biggest hard on for any sort of trauma. Like that's his right. that's his kink. But mm. I think I think that's a legitimate thing that Abigail probably in every serious relationship that she's in, she brings up because that's a she legitimate concern. And yeah. I think to be able to talk about that, obviously on national television, but like to someone who you're trying to like, that takes a lot of courage and that's a really scary thing to do. So like mm. big ups to her to like want like being able to do that and have that moment to share with Matt. Mm. Uh, my thorn. <sighs> My thorn goes to. I I don't oh. want to say MJ. I feel like that's too obvious. Okay. Um, okay. Talk us through it. You know what? 
My you want to pass and I'll, we'll come back to you? Yeah, we'll come back. Uh, okay, okay. And then my top four is going to be... Uh, my top four is going to be Rachel. He just... Look at him. He just oh, he loves Rachel. Yeah, he loves Rachel. He loves Rachel. Uh, he even said so. Serena P. Something about the uh-huh. one-on-one they had, I, I'm still dedicated to... I think yeah. Serena P. is going to make it a lot farther than people think. Mm-hmm. Um, I... I feel feel like abigail half of me wants to say yeah she's clearly going to get the top four another half of me mm-hmm. lately doesn't think she's going to make it to the top four but i'm going to say mm-hmm. abigail uh mm-hmm. and then the last person i would say is fuck who else is on the show <laughs> brie oh uh, i forgot Michelle? about brie brie oh, I, oh brie no okay i take that back i take that back i take out i take out uh, Abigail and I put in Michelle and Brie. Okay. All righty. Uh, and your thorn, do you have it yet? I'll just go with Michelle. I mean, not Michelle, uh, MJ. Oh, I was going to okay. jokingly say Piper of like, girl, you know what you were trying to do with making out with Matt. But <laughs> no. I can't fault her for that. Nuh-uh. She was, she just wanted some sugar and I don't blame her. So I MJ, you ain't shit. Right. I'm, I'm, I'm with Piper on that. Um, I'll say, so I love this episode. Clearly, we all love this episode. We went really long tonight, and it's fine. You're going to love this. Like, if you've made it this far, thank you so much for listening. <laughs> we really appreciate it. Uh, also, thank, thank you, thank you, thank you. Uh, but uh, my, I love this episode. It was full of uh, events. A lot of shit happened. It was great. My rose for the episode, I was, I'm, I'm torn between Piper because... That was great. I just love that she was like, you want to join me on this talking head? And he was like, no, I just want to kiss you. And she was like, okay, (laughs) I'm about it. And I'm good with that. I think that that was really sweet. It was a spontaneous moment. And they both knew it was like, hee hee, it's wrong. But they felt it. And I appreciate that. However, I think my rose is going to go to my favorite moment in the episode. Serena P going, you lucky bitch. Uh, She gets my rose for the episode for that utter like joy that she felt in that moment just a positive ray of sunshine did not expect a toronto girl to make it so far uh and uh to to be uh like fun on this so like good good for you uh, to standing out in a little way and uh she like was so funny on the last episode when she was like imagine your first kiss in a hot uh, hot air balloon that was great too so um serena p gets my rose my thorn is going to straight up be Matt. Again, for like maybe the fourth week in a row, Matt is my thorn. Get fucked. You, uh, dude, I, it's, it's tough for me to be like out here being like, I'm condemning the trauma bonding when like a lot of us are like, yeah, Abigail gets the rose because that's vulnerable. But there's a difference between like a vulnerability because it's a necessity and like something that you want to share with a partner versus like Rachel being like, I don't have a lot of self-confidence. and like, that's really a tough thing for me. And like, that's like a, that's not a get to know you conversation that you'll have over. Like, I didn't feel like that was, that's that kind of trauma bonding. I don't like versus like the Abigail conversation. That's a different, mechanism at play and I, I i feel like that's fine but i feel like matt really just gets a hard on for like a story he really loves uh yeah. a, a oh, sad 100%. story 100%. and it's so tough and uh yeah i mean all this other shit that that happened in real life with with matt coming up that i'm not a fan of and wait what was this coming up oh, oh the roommate oh the stuff. roommate yeah, yeah, thing yeah. the tiktok stuff um yeah. and you know that kind of thing but i feel like honestly the 
he's doing a lot of fuckboy shit. Like, he didn't have to run up to Piper to kiss her. Like, mm-hmm. I like that moment for her, and I liked that if he was, like, alone and wasn't being chased by somebody, like, to kind of make it a little bit of a secret thing for just them. But it becoming a bigger thing was because MJ just was running behind him. Um, so... All that to say, Matt's my thorn again. What of it? Matt, come talk to us. Uh, I won't, won't change my opinion. Uh, and that's it. That's the episode. We'll be back next week with a recap of episode six where we're sure nothing will happen. Nothing crazy will happen. We're supposed to see Serena C and Katie fight, and Heather is supposed to be joining us. Heather for Brianne Iffy from another season, and she was bubbled with uh, – um, Hannah B and Tyler and Matt and apparently producers reached out and were like, yeah, he keeps talking about you. I feel I think he might also be, I don't know, have feelings for you. Um, so they are there's this whole thing blowing up in Bachelor Nation right now with Jed and Dylan. That's a whole thing that you can look up. I'm not going to get into it here. It's too much. We've gone too long. I'm Mike Rosa, M-I-K-E-C-A-R-R-O-Z-Z-A on Twitter, Instagram. You can find me uh, on Twitch at MikeRosa91. You can also listen to my other podcast, Bummer Boys. It's spelled like a bad hardcore band. X Bummer, X Boys, X. And follow the podcast at We Didn't Get a Rose. And who takes care of our social media on uh, We Didn't Get a Rose and is doing an excellent job every week and is tweeting some funny shit, consistently making uh, roundups on uh, other meme pages for The Bachelor. We're getting some attention that way because our sweet boy, Chris Mejia, is taking care of it. Chris, thank where you, can people you, find thank you? Thank you very much. You know, it's, it's, it's an honest, you know, it's, 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 it's whatever the phrase goes, someone's got to yeah, do I don't it. Know what you said. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah. What, what what's your what's your social media stuff? Let's uh, you can follow me at Topher Mejia T O P H E R M E J I A on Twitter, Instagram, and TikTok. Uh, I've been started doing recaps of The Bachelor on TikTok as well. So that uh, the algorithms like, no, fuck you. We're not, <laughs> we're not showing people your recaps. We'll show you all your other videos, but not not those. Fuck you. Uh, uh-huh. So yeah, follow me on those. Uh, I would appreciate it. And also, um, yeah. Uh, Twitter as well, Instagram. Uh, that's it. Okay. And uh, Bria, if he one more time, where can people find you? I know we did it up top, but if people skip the beginning and they made it to the end somehow, uh, Bria, where can people find you on Twitter and Instagram? You can find me on Instagram at, at Uncle Bria, U N C L E B R I A, and TikTok <laughs> as well. I don't know. You spelled it, so I was like, is that what you're supposed to do? Oh, it's because um, my na- last name people don't get right. Oh, well, people always misspell Bria, so it's fine. Um, and then you can catch me on Twitter at Uncle Burra, B U R R A, and you can listen to my podcast, Sad Girl Energy, with Bria Hubert. There we go. And Ify, what about you? Where can people find you? Yeah, what it do? You can find your boy at. Uh, <laughs> you can oh, find. Listen, don't try to. Don't try to. Don't try to black it up after defending Victoria. Nah, nah. <laughs> this is how I always talk, King. Shit, I don't know what you're talking about. Uh, yeah, catch your boy Yadie uh, at, at Ify I F Y N W A D I W E on Twitter and Instagram. And I will follow Christopher after he changes his name on Twitter. Uh, so uh, so uh, just just let me know when that is, and I'll hit you with that follow. 
It's going my, to my name on Twitter right now is Chris Mejia, aka Goodbye Victoria in mm. all caps. Mm. <laughs> when did that happen? I missed mm. that. <laughs> well, if, before before it was Chris Mejia, aka Snow Allegra. Please answer my DM, and then I was just like, this this makes this is gonna put me on a watch list. So I. <laughs> you had I thought you had like Bad Bunny Stan on there for a while. Oh, yeah, you, they, you used to be you Bad Bunny to... Stan as well. I I tried changing it up you and putting up. something new that's funny and stupid. None of you the names I actually mean except for Goodbye you Victoria. All right. Well, uh, he means it. Okay. We're mm, doubling yeah. down. This is a long app and we appreciate you sticking around. Have a good day. Stay safe. And uh, don't fuck it up for everybody out there. Okay. We still got this pandemic. Okay. Bye, everybody. Bye. Bye.